What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Previously on Lonely Boys. Wow, I thought college was going to be different than high school. Who'd want that? Ooh, look how hoity I'm coming down the stairs. <laughs> Sorry, oh, but this is... Right, you're very potty right now, Penelope. Oh, I can tell. <laughs> Sorry, but this is a private club. No has-beens allowed. Penelope, good to see you, too. Too long. Or long... <laughs> Long time. Too long. long. Wow, very <laughs> casual and cool of you. Sorry, you say that. Thank you, thank you. Uh, clearly, standards have slipped if you're a member here. To whom should I speak to have you removed once I get our keys? The wall. <laughs> as you gesture angrily. <laughs> as I gesticulate against the wall. The who, is this grand, who is this grand dame on the wall? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I didn't know she was painting. Who does the captions? <laughs> <laughs> the stage notes to this. Uh, my great aunt. She was a founding member. Ah, nepotism. That explains it. Now, if you don't mind, you can direct us to the keymaster and then, as I gesture, get me some cashews. I'm famished. Hey, Upper East Siders, and welcome back to another episode of the Lonely Boys Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm one of your titular Lonely Boys, and I'm here to break down Season 4, Episode 4 of Gossip Girl, Touch of Eva. But I am not here by myself. I am here. Actually, I got to I gotta let you in a little secret to my co-host. Uh, this is not a podcast this week. This is actually a, a talk about your feelings intervention. So come on in, Brendan Ruppel. We're going to have to talk about your feelings today. Okay. I guess I'll... Uh... Go hang out with a hot blonde instead of doing that. Um, I am, <laughs> your, of course, your co-host, the creepy uncle of podcasting, a.k.a. Uncle Cream. Hi, daily host of Cream Nation, recording live as well from the Creamatorium. I'm your editor-in-chief here at Cream Weekly, Dr. Officer Cream, reporting for duty. Wow. Hey, hey. Um, and then I, I'm, it, it, it's catching up to me. I got I to gotta, I gotta tell you, this is, the, this is the second consecutive day where I have been on four hours of sleep after four having hours. woken up Oof. at... After having woken up at three thirty in the morning to do a, a light eleven mile jog before <laughs> light. for work, leaving my That's one the job most dedication at, ever. It's, I mean, it's yes. really insane. Leaving my one job as a substitute teacher to go straight to my other job where I make pizzas for four straight hours in when it's uh, incredibly busy for all <laughs> that whole time, and then rushing straight home to uh, do a podcast for a couple hours, leaving myself with not even time to eat dinner. <laughs> so th- it's the second day in a row I've had the exact same schedule, wow. and it is it is starting to catch up with me. So if I, if I stumble over my words at any point today, you'll know why. Yeah, I, I mean, I think out of all those things that you said you had to do, this it might be the most impressive to come home and like do this shit. Like it's it's, it's fun always, but it's got to be a little bit taxing. I mean, to, to get yourself to like to put on energy, it's tough. Well, Brandon, I've, I've been there. Yeah. It's hard. It, it helps when you have a very good guest oh, to, yeah. uh, to, to lighten the load here. And I don't know I don't know if you can believe it, Brendan, but we do have another guest. I, you know, I, I never can believe it. You were it. in shock yesterday when I announced it. <laughs> I was. I couldn't believe it. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I think I even, I even know who it is today. Well, yeah, you. I mean, you, the name pops up when they join the Discord. So. And, and I did. I had to talk to him before. I, I'm not silent before We did have some pre-show banter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I let you in on my little my gassy secret. Uh, <laughs> Brendan, we had to bring in the sub again. We had to bring in everyone's. I didn't even know sub. if this was a sub actually before we get into it. I thought this was just scheduled. Uh, but I think I, I no. now that you mentioned that, I do remember who was bumped. 
Nope, this is the. I mean, I had a little. I'm glad they're bumps too. And just to keep, just to keep our guests waiting in the wings a little longer. <laughs> I had, I had a fun little Lindenhurst month planned where we had Meg on oh, recently, yeah. and then her her episode got switched around, and then I had another couple of other Lindenhurst people coming on. Then we had two more in, in future episodes, but, uh, you know. Lindenhurst people are flaky, and that's what we they have really to, are. That's what we have to figure out because two of them have dropped now, and so we had to call in the substitute. Uh, he's here, and because of of him being so generous with his time to to, to substitute in, uh, he is now going to be part of the Four Timers Club. I believe wow. the fifth member of the Four Timers Club. So please welcome back to the podcast for his fourth time, Brian Scally. Scally, how are hello. you? Hello. Oh, hello, hello. I'm very glad to be here. I have been to Lindenhurst. If oh my that God. counts. Um, count, so yeah. <laughs> All right, so a little, little bit. Welcome to Lindenhurst Month. You were you were part of it. <laughs> Why were you there? So I see. I was scheduled. Uh, um, I don't know. It's not that far. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Babylon. We we, uh, we saw we saw Legally Blonde the musical. Right at uh oh okay. Was it that day where you where you came? To, to Lindenhurst, yeah. or was it another? Yeah, yeah. it was that day. I mean, yeah. I'm sure I've been uh, there more than once, but yeah, I'm trying <laughs> one to specifically. Yeah. That yeah, that one that one comes to mind. It was a it was a good time. Um, yeah. But here we are, uh, Brian Scally as part of Lindenhurst Month, uh, <laughs> coming in. Uh, how much uh, how much Gossip Girl have you been watching since the last time you were on? So I've taken a little break. I was getting really far ahead of the podcast, and I was starting to be like uh, forget storylines and not remember exactly mm-hmm. in which order everything had happened. So I was like, you know what? Let me let the podcast catch up a little bit. I will then go back and continue on. I know that booking episodes is very, very competitive, but <laughs> um, <laughs> as I have found yeah, out we're in booked, the past. We're booked but for it's, a while. It's, it's the least competitive for you of all people. Yeah, well, yeah. Is, you can just well, get free ones see, here and there. You know, I uh, thought I was the sub, and then at the... Uh, no, behest of not hurting Matt Ligori's feelings was uh, <laughs> not trying to beat him into the four timers club. But yeah. I have shown up with a quite a expansive tray of scones in order yeah. to oh, uh, nice. reclaim my position. Scally, we're usually more accustomed to schemes over yes, stones, yes, but yes. <laughs> uh, well, um, I, I know I. I, I don't remember exactly who your favorites and least favorites were character-wise, but I remember you were a bit of a Chuck boy. But Chuck is, as we mentioned last week, he's kind of in his flop era here. Have you Are you, are you still big into Chuck, or uh, has, has he been disappointing you in recent episodes? Mm, this is boring Chuck. I'm not into boring Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah too so, nice. Um, yeah, too nice for me. I mean, <laughs> there are points where I'm just like, uh, like maybe Chuck could just, you know, be like this all of the time and not have taken some <laughs> random uh-huh. French girlfriend to uh, make him give away a tiny fraction of his billions yeah, of dollars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Five million dollars? That's fucking it out of your 16 Nate, billion? Nate and, Serena, Nate and Serena act like, he, or is it Serena? Oh, it's five Nate million. Someone, like, like, Oh my God! Five million dollars! Like, wow! Like your allowance for a week when you were growing up, amazing. Oh my goodness! You mean you're Before you're this. walking around? You're walking around, money? Yeah. What's, you mean just what's in your wallet today? Great. They were already calling him philanthropic before yeah. this, like <laughs> as he's throwing twenties at people walking down the street. So I'm really, you know, struggling to see. That'd be a better move, honestly. Just to like, walk down the street with cash and throwing it at people. That, that would get some bugs. <laughs> Rolling it up into into wads and just tossing it, <laughs> chucking it. At me. I, I will. I do agree with Scully though. I, I I didn't even realize until he said it. Like he is pretty boring when he is this version of Chuck. Like every time we would see him be philanthropic, I was like, all right, cool. Like where's the where's the catch? Like when's he gonna change? And like I was waiting for the hook, and it never really oh, happened. We got it. We got it at like, the end of this episode. We would not come out. I thought it was on his own turn. I thought he was scheming himself yeah. the whole time, and he never really was. Mm. 
a problematic history and boring, I cannot get behind. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We need tough. Yeah, so. We need a. We need Chuck to bounce back. Um, um, we'll I do it. feel like at this point in the series, Dorota has like firmly solidified herself as a favorite for uh, me. Um, yes, yeah, very good. As, and Blair has gotten better. Maybe not a strong Blair episode to, to talk no, about, yeah. but uh, <laughs> but um, I, I like I think Blair. Gonna... I like Blair. In this I still episode. like her. Yeah, in this episode, but just yes, yeah, yeah tough. But uh, um, I think I'm a little bit of a Jenny hater. No, get out of here, Jenny podcast. Uh, yeah. You must love the the Jenny and Hudson era where she's where she's not in these episodes. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't mad. Oh my goodness, wow. unbelievable! <laughs> the, the, the disrespect. You come on the podcast, you... but would you wouldn't you rather have Vanessa be in Hudson? Bang Dad's mom. <laughs> well, like sure, but uh, just such an obvious answer at this point. Yeah. Why doesn't Vanessa just go to Hudson? Jesus Christ! Can we please get rid of her? <laughs> she's such a wet blanket. She wants to move in with every <laughs> single uh, of the Humphreys. <laughs> she moves. In, she moves in with Allison. Yeah. Um. All right. Let, let's get into it. Nate. Nate feels that Juliet is hiding something after a gossip girl blast finds her upstate. Meanwhile, Blair finds a bombshell about Eva, but it also ignites a war between Chuck and Blair. After losing Milo, Dan finds himself torn between his feelings for Serena and Vanessa. Uh, Brandon, it's time for your favorite part of the episode of the uh, of the podcast. It's your time to shine here. This episode is titled "Touch of Eva." Now, people have been referring to you as the uh, of the Chris Davis of getting no, references, as you are in a big, <laughs> huge <laughs> over slide. Um, do you know what Touch of Eva is referencing? Oh God! Uh, you know, it's, I, I really am in my era where you feel like when you're in a slump, you, you can't do anything right, and no matter what you do, I, I need. I almost need like a, a lucky bunt single to get me out of the streak. Yeah, you kind of do. Um, but this is another one. Like, I, uh, I don't. I'm gonna say I, I have to pick a random word because it's touch of something. <laughs> what touch of Eva? Like a touch of maybe touch of heaven. How how's that sound? Okay, so it's a, good guess. It's okay. it's kind of the opposite of that. It's it's instead of touch of Eva, it's touch of evil. Evil. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm almost looking for the feedback from the coach where he's like. You know, you, did, you, you hit it hard, but it, <laughs> you hit it right at, right at. Listen, somewhere. they're gonna start. They're gonna start falling eventually. <laughs> still on a bit of a losing streak here. You are, you are the opposite of the uh, of the Tampa Bay Rays current, oh currently God, to date this podcast. Um, so yeah, the 1958 Orson Welles film, of course, Touch of Evil. Uh, you're gonna start the season 0 for four, but you, there's still plenty of time to bounce back, Brendan. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm thinking um, this is gonna be my, my worst season. It's you're definitely on track for it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start with just getting one and then we'll work okay, from there. Okay, yeah. Original air date October 4th, 2010. And uh, we're going to start with Chuck and Eva strolling through the park. A paparazzi snaps their picture. And it seems like Chuck and Eva are quite the it couple these days. Their picture's being taken. They're in the paper. They're full. <laughs> Philanthropy's new darlings. And uh, Chuck's image has seemingly been rehabilitated thanks to Eva. Uh, and. We surmised last week that Eva might not be human. She might be an angel. And this episode repeatedly calls her an angel. An angel. <laughs> yeah. like she keeps being referred to as an angel this entire episode. Literally throughout the entire episode. As, as we see uh, Chuck presenting her with a beautiful watch will 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 become a, a bigger story point uh, later, later in the episode. Um, but yeah, Eva really doesn't have many personality traits. It's just everyone just <laughs> remarking about just how nice. great of a person she is, how she is an angel. Yeah, I, I like the, the presentation of that watch too. Later, um, he just like he proposes her, to her with the watch. Yeah. Almost <laughs> gets down on one. Will you take this watch? watch. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a fucking gift. I'll take it. I want to sell will it. You, will you know what time it is in the future when I ask? <laughs> but how oh, could she Chuck, see that? Yes. How could she even see time with all those sparkles? 
That's true. That's true. As, as, Dorota, as Dorota will ask, uh, she's bringing, Dorota bringing Blair her coffee, and she tells Dorota there's no paper again today. Uh, she, she's been deliberately not bringing Blair the newspaper because she doesn't want her to see Chuck's good press. Uh, Dorota's <laughs> just skipping the paper. As Scally said, she, she's having, Dorota's having a bit of a, a, a quiet start to the season, but she's still been involved she's still a little bit. She's here and there. Yeah, in last week's episode, she was part of the Blair and Serena scheme against Juliet. In this one, she has a, a fun scene here. Um, and Blair tells her that it's all over the internet anyway. So uh, Blair's going to give some updates here. She doesn't know how she's going to be able to go to Chuck's charity event tonight since everyone's going to be obsessing over Eva. Uh, there's a rumor going around that the watch that Chuck gave Eva is more expensive than anything he ever gave Blair. Now, that would be a true That's betrayal. That's fucked up. What, what, what do, you, do you guys have like a number you think this, this watch is worth? I have an answer for that. Oh. Yeah, I, I did see the trivia guess, on the, the wiki. Uh, okay, so Scally cannot play. Brendan's the only one that can play uh, Prices right here because he's the only one not going on the trivia section of IMDb. Yeah, no, I, let's, I, I wouldn't do that anyway, but I also can't do that because I will get spoiled for something maybe. Yes. Um, okay, so I'll, I'll guess how many zeros. And... So Nicole looked up like a regular watch of this brand on the internet. Right, and, oh, I thought you were going to say like a regular watch. A regular watch. <laughs> a Garmin watch. <laughs> Um, and it was like 3,200. Like that is so not it. It's gotta be, that's gotta be like the lowest end of that. This guy got, he got thrown around $5 million. It's gotta be at least, I, I would say this is a $30,000 watch. Okay. Um, Cartier watches similar to the one Chuck gave Eva retails for over, over $20,000 at Oof. starting price. Oh, okay. So, so 30,000, you know, if they're starting at 20,000, I, I think it's uh, perfectly reasonable that Chuck would be able to find a $30,000 one. Okay. So I'm right. So add that to my right. uh, my episode name count as a bonus. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a separate thing. We keep <laughs> it's a side point. Here. Okay, <laughs> and then uh, prices right victories. <laughs> Great, it'll happen one time only. <laughs> and then we mentioned like the t- new technology of Gossip Girl and how they were somehow live streaming things like to the moment they were happening. Uh, how did someone get a picture of the watch so close up like that when it's on Gossip Girl? Like it's a close up picture of the watch. Huh? Maybe yeah. I didn't think anything of it because I was thinking maybe it was like from the internet, but I guess it was exactly her. Maybe watch. maybe Chuck is sending in these things himself. That to, could be to like, like, hey, look at this. Like, give himself publicity. Yeah, yeah, that that could be it. It's um, good press. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Serena tries to talk Blair off the ledge, but Blair says she's she's just worried about Chuck, and uh, you know she's like we've seen this before. Strangers are always trying to take advantage of Chuck's heart, and uh, Eva must have an agenda, which we've seen before, like with Chuck's shitty mother, as they bring up later. Uh, Brenda, did you think this was a possibility going into it? Not really, and I, and I I also didn't think Blair really believed this. I think she just doesn't want to see Chuck happy with somebody else. Uh, yeah, I mean that's definitely a possibility here. Uh, she she at least says she thinks Eva is after Chuck's money, and. Uh, Serena's like, Eva seems nice, and even if she isn't, like, this isn't your business anymore, Blair. And, like, look at Serena telling someone else to mind their own business. I, I mean, she's definitely right, but maybe well, she, she should she's take her own advice once in a while. She's called out for it, too, though, because she's like, you're on fucking Gossip Girl right now. <laughs> yeah. But it's like Serena being the one to tell someone else to mind their own business is so hypocritical. Which is, like, I'm glad that I'm glad Blair is never afraid to call her out. Of course, yeah. Um, yeah, she immediately calls her out. She's like, look at what you're looking up on Gossip Girl. And she's like, oh, it's your business monitoring uh, Nate and Juliet? And even worse, Humphrey and Dumpty. And Blair has tried. <laughs> I really like love that. Blair has tried the Humpty Dumpty pun with Dan's name before, and it never quite works. But I do think this is the best one. Uh, that Vanessa's nickname should just be Dumpty. I think from that, now I think on, that is why I like it so much because it was in reference to Vanessa. Like Dumpty makes regardless no sense for her. Regardless of context, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Vanessa should just be called Dumpty. For now. <laughs> 
Is that the LVP of the episode? The Dumpty, the Dumpty of the <laughs> Dumpty of the day. I think that should rebrand. <laughs> the Dumpty of the day. <laughs> I mean, Verena. I, it's, uh, God damn it! I can't. Verena, that's a food. Vanessa. Ver, Verena. Uh, Vanessa does have a lot of Dumpties to her name, so it's, it, it definitely works. So. <laughs> you know, Serena's like, yeah, we're both having trouble moving on. It, it was so easy in Paris, and it's like you were so easy. I mean, really <laughs> early contender for joke of the episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, was it your joke of the episode, Brendan? I I think I have a, a physical comedy bit of the episode that I liked a lot. Okay. So I, I guess I guess that, that was verbal joke of the episode, but there's something I liked okay. later on. Yeah, I mean, Blair looks very pleased with herself after telling <laughs> She <that>. is, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Serena says her boys are taken for now, and uh, Blair tells her she's going to die hitting a refresh waiting for Dan, uh, Nate and Dan's breakups. So uh, they make a pact. Serena's going to stay away from Dan and Nate, but only if Blair can stay away from Eva. And uh, Blair's like, yeah, sure. I, I was just going to go shopping today anyway, so no big deal for me. And uh, Serena's just going to unpack all day, not even go to go to the gala. And they're going to stay home, watch a movie night, uh, drink their favorite cocktails. Uh, dream come true for Blair, probably. Date night with Serena. So, of course, she agrees to the deal. Yeah. It, part of me thinks that Serena would be – I guess she meets, she needs one of, the, one of the boys around her at all times. But I think she might be happy if it was just her, Blair, and Dorota, like, the rest of her life. I don't think she cares. Like, Blair needs to be surrounded by others and, like, being told that she's amazing by, like, mm-hmm. people she doesn't even like, like her minions and, and such. But I, I don't think Serena needs that. She just needs Blair and a boy – yeah, yes. that's that's really all she, she needs. Blair and a not, boy. Not, not even Serena, Lily. Blair. Yeah. Serena, Blair, and a boy. Well, I mean, if it wasn't for Lily, remember, she wouldn't even be in Hamilton House. So she needs Lily too. As she needs her for like political reasons, I guess. I think Lily, <laughs> I think Lily should come in at the end of every episode and be like, "Well, of course, Serena was always at the top of Dan's list, isn't that right, Dan? <laughs> all right, you guys are back together." <laughs> Lily is just. The... Yeah, she had to choose between you and Nate, but you were always at the top of the list. <laughs> <laughs> Lily just ends every episode by saving Serena. I mean, she ends this episode, or like it's not—I guess it's towards the end of the episode. She ends the episode by by kind of saving it again. And you know, I, she will talk about it later, obviously, but she comes in right at the end to like drop one last bit of like, Dumbledore on Chuck. Did she? What did she do at the end? I'm, I'm, I'm forget- I just it's watched like the episode, when, when I... Chuck still thinks that uh, Ava fucked him over. Oh, and right. then yeah, she's she like, didn't oh, realize she didn't she... realize what she was doing, but yeah, she drops yes, a bomb yes, on yes, him that, yeah, to put a passport. Um, that's just making pancakes, kind of a betrayal to the Humpty. I was thinking the same thing. Right. That's, hard. that's so cruel. Who's in starts making pancakes? She involved? I, I, I am so mad that Rufus didn't come in and like scream at her. <laughs> what yeah, the I feel fuck like... do you think you're doing? <laughs> Rufus might have been territorial over the waffle iron. Oh, that's oh, true. Okay, all right. <laughs> he took the waffle iron. <laughs> that's with the one thing he took to from the, the lob. <laughs> he sleeps with it between him and Lily. <laughs> the first thing Dan asks when he wakes up, he's like, "Oh, you're making pancakes?" Like, he's like, "Excuse me, this Yo, is strictly a waffles only house. I mean, what are you doing?" Did, did she install that like that flat top herself? Because I've never seen that like diner style flat top girl in that house before. She she's moved in and she's now playing the role of Dan's mommy now that she doesn't have uh, the role of Milo's mommy I to mean, play. And all episode long, it, like Dan shouldn't be going to Serena. I, mean, I don't want to. I'm going way far ahead of here, but. I don't blame Dan for leaving her. She's so annoying. Yeah, no, she's so I so annoying. I can't. I can't. I can't <laughs> she believe. is. I can't. I can't believe him. Either. And she's like, like it's so hard because the whole time she's, she's not right, but like she's not doing anything really wrong. Like for for Dan to be acting the way he is, he's going too far. But no wonder he's running the fuck away from you. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Vanessa's like, okay, I made you breakfast. Now you have time to shower and change out of your shirt. And now Dan I'll solve your problems. Call... I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Dan actually does call Vanessa mom and tells her, oh, I didn't realize right. you're going to be the laundry monitor when you moved in, which, you know, sick burn. And Vanessa's like, it's a great day to talk. And Dan's like, you know, plays dumb. What are, what are we talking about? Why do you have four plates? And it turns out that uh, Vanessa has invited over Lily and Yuppie Rufus. And uh, <laughs> I guess they all keep wanting Dan to talk about his feelings. So Vanessa's like, uh, don't be mad. But they, they all waltz in and it's breakfast time for everyone so for all four of them. so pushy so so pushy yeah let dan come to terms with it on his own even if he is traumatized by what happened with milo like people you know deal with their trauma in different ways he got a haircut i don't know he got a haircut he did it's proof it's a girl where storylines last half an episode so <laughs> things have to move on <laughs> wrap this up by the end of the episode yeah. buddy you got to talk about your feelings now fast <laughs> um, evan chuck are hanging out on the couch we get some sports banter as uh, chuck asks one of his is em- employees ivan who we're just meeting today but is apparently his valet uh and i guess has been for a while and uh chuck says how did your mets do last night and chuck asks this as if it's the first time he's ever saying the words met before in <laughs> yeah, his life and it, it probably is <laughs> it i'm hearing is. there's something called a, a met that you like to follow <laughs> it's a met shade because ivan's response is heartbreak as usual mr bass thanks for asking i, I love whenever gossip girl talks baseball yeah, I mean, I mean, I understand. I, I do love that too, but it's understandable because it, this is before, this is like pre Degrom era, right? This is 2010, yeah, of course, so yeah. it's, I think it's and still post, pretty dark like, days. Post back to back collapse era for the so Mets. like after the Beltron strikeout, all that stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Chuck even humors him, you know, with a little laugh. He's like, "Ha ha, sports chat. I love it." And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> poor Ivan in this episode has to suffer through the Mets losing, and then he gets fired at the end. Like, <laughs> uh, he deserves so much better than we've literally never met this man before in our lives but already i'm like god justice for ivan yeah seriously Poor simple guy. mistake and his uh, life was ruined i'm of two minds <laughs> oh. i mean he definitely fucked up I, on the, I didn't realize until the rewatch how much he fucked up by just nonchalantly giving blair that passport but uh yeah i, I wish yeah. You, well, yeah we'll talk about that later but like I, maybe you, you can run run it back for me when we get there because i i felt like i missed it too exactly what he did i feel like he just handed her what she asked for Maybe he shouldn't have done yeah. it. He have done. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, Ivan, played by Christian Coulson, who is also in the Harry Potter series, must be why Eva's so close to him. He did have uh, an he, accent. He, he played the young Tom Riddle in Chamber of Whoa. Secrets. Oh. Wow. Yeah, so maybe uh, maybe this was secretly Voldemort. Maybe it's a good thing he got fired. You know, he, he really um, had that accent on all of his S's. He would... <laughs> yes, <laughs> Mr. Chuck. Yes, <laughs> Mr. Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Juliet's late. Nate's happy to see her anyway. Uh, Chuck is hoping that Juliet and Nate won't be missing his party. And and much like me, Nate's mantra is, party on a roof? Wouldn't miss it. Honestly, so, hell yeah. We've got a lot of roof action this season. Nate is such a cool party dude, man. <laughs> We've seen the lost roof for the first time. We're now having roof parties. Uh, yeah. They love a lot roofs. of roofus. A lot of roofus, yeah. <laughs> roofus party? I wouldn't miss that for the world. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> they should really. <laughs> Chuck is uh, planning on announcing a five million dollar charity, but he can't make up his mind on which charity he's going to donate to. Chuck is really aggressively trying to repair his image by just throwing his money at good causes, and you know what? I don't hate it. He no, should keep doing yeah. it, but uh, you know, maybe more money than just his pocket money, as we've been as we've yeah. been discussing. I love Although, that. Uh, I don't know how. Just giving the money to his girlfriend is supposed to repair his image, which is what he eventually does. He's, he's like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it is like he does say like she'll choose the charity, but eventually, essentially, he is like 
I know you're all here to figure out which charity I'm going to give my $5 million to. And uh, I've made my own charity where I'm just going to give my money to my girlfriend. Congratulations, Eva. Yeah, it would be like <laughs> it's, it's like a slow clap of confusion after like, that. What? Like, huh? <laughs> what is he doing? Because the whole point was for her to pick it beforehand so that there would be a reveal. But yeah, he's like, so he's actually said, like, we haven't picked it yet. <laughs> it's kind of what But happened. I'm going to give it to her and she's going to give she'll... it. Trust me. Trust me, she'll give it to someone. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> and then it, was, yeah, it wasn't Serena; it was Juliet. They act, Nate and Juliet act like Chuck donating five million dollars is the greatest thing that anyone's ever done. But like, Chuck is a twelve billionaire canonically. This is literally nothing to him. Yeah, even yeah. giving away a billion like really would be a drop in the bucket. Yeah, you'd I mean, be fine. It's like me hosting a barbecue for everyone to pitch which Facebook fundraiser I should do. Like, donate fifty dollars yeah. to. <laughs> 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 like. <laughs> What should I make my birthday fundraiser be for Facebook on this year? I'm going to announce it tonight. That I'm not even donating to myself. Uh, instead, I'm just going to Venmo my girlfriend. and she's gonna uh, Trust me, she'll give it to someone. All the money that you guys give my Facebook charity, I'm going to Venmo to my girlfriend. And of course, we mean girlfriend of the pod and now fiance of the pod, Nicole. She'll be getting all the money. Uh, all the money. So Nate and uh, Nate, Nate thinks that the situation calls for some champagne. Uh, Chuck goes with them to get some, which leaves Evan and Juliet alone to talk at the breakfast table. And Juliet's only heard stories of Chuck Bass before, but she knows that Evan's a good influence on her, and so uh, and that Chuck has truly changed him. And Eva's like, yeah, oh, I can't take any credit. Uh, she quotes her favorite Dr. Seuss book, Old Chuck, uh, Bad Chuck, New Chuck, Good Chuck. And uh, to Eva, though, he's just one man, one journey. And uh, Juliet responds to this by saying, wow, you really are from Europe, which seems like an insult, but Eva just laughs. I don't know what Juliet means by that, but uh, all right. Yeah. I, I guess saying she's like naive is what she's trying to say. I, I don't know. Uh, you're such a European. <laughs> such a European. A famous European trait. <laughs> or maybe she was looking down and like she saw that like Bush was coming out of her shorts or something. Oh, that, that's oh. Even, that was in your that was in, that was your in version, my version. Oh, <laughs> you're so European. Jesus. <laughs> uh, Nate and Chuck are in the champagne room. Uh, Nate can't believe that Chuck is being so philanthropic. And uh, he's also chatting uh, with, he's like, oh my God, you're giving away so much money. You're chatting with the help about sports. I've never seen you so nice before. And Chuck, again, giving Eva all the credit. We're really hammering home the point in this episode that Eva is the best thing to happen to Chuck and the world at large. I mean, were you buying this? I feel like it comes out of nowhere and they're just pushing this narrative so aggressively. I mean, if everyone keeps calling her an angel, I guess it must be true. Yeah, it's it's hard because I think they're pushing it so hard that you like wanted to believe it wasn't true. Which then would like would be the twist at the end that like it was true the whole time and they they kept making it was like the back and forth of like there's a twist and then a twist back and I, I guess they is wanted Eva just a really nice person and she I guess she I know it's a really shock to, to see in the Gossip Girl world that someone who just isn't an asshole all the time mm-hmm. but right that's the biggest twist of all <laughs> so uh, Chuck asks Nate how things with Juliet are uh, Nate's like good I guess but uh, she's never invited me over to my apartment over to her apartment which is probably because she has that giant murder Serena board that she, uh, that she yeah she didn't want to clean that up it took a lot of work to put that up there <laughs> yeah. uh, and he's like she's really hard to make plans with and Chuck's like listen uh, most people don't go from zero to monogamous so soon so she's probably seeing other people and uh, as soon as they get back into the other room Juliet tells him she has to go because her neighbor just got locked out and she has the only key um, Nate's confused what else is new but this time it's because it, uh, he thought her her phone died, which pretty sloppy from Juliet to say that her phone died, and then the very next scene be like, "Oh man, my neighbor's texting me. I need to go." Yeah, I, th- I think she's starting to get a little sloppy in this episode. Juliet's not about. that great in this. She came out strong. She was good, at, uh, you know, at uh, sabotaging both of Serena's relationships. But uh, since then, she's uh, been a little sloppy. I mean, at the end of the last episode, she said like the boys were easy, and now like one of the idiot boys is starting to catch on. 
and you're not getting anywhere <laughs> with the girl. So you're, <laughs> your plan's not doing so well. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if she rebounds. Uh, back to breakfast at the loft. Uh, Lily just wants Dan to know that they're all here for him. Vanessa tells him he needs to talk. It's a, it's the classic talk about your feelings intervention. He, Vanessa's like, uh, you've been sleeping all day. You've been cutting class. Which She's such a narc saying that in front of Rufus. Come on. I know. And uh, He caught him watching wild hogs and laughing. That which, was a, gr- he, a good joke from Vanessa. I got it to It was good. Speaking of surprisingly laughing about something, this may have been the first time Vanessa has gotten <laughs> a genuine laugh me. out of me. Seriously, so funny. <laughs> I was I so mad. She was trying to be funny. Um, I saw Wild Hogs when it came out, 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> oh. And I remember enjoying it. I mean, I was only 13, but uh, maybe we should watch it in the offseason and see if it holds up. <laughs> I would, I'd be happy to watch. I've never seen it. I know exactly. I know what it is. I, I'm excited to, to check oh, it out. John Travolta, of course. So funny. Uh, William H. Macy in his pre-Frank Gallagher days. Ooh. Uh, Martin Lawrence, I believe, is his name, and then and uh, God, who's who's the fourth guy? Oh Tim, yeah, Tim Allen, of course. Tim Allen. Arr, 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 arr. Yeah, my family did rent it, and I opted to uh, sit in the other room. Um, <laughs> not, stare at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it is a parents' movie. I think Absolutely. I watched it because my mom had also rented it, and she was watching it, so I just watched it as well. That's so funny. I, I don't, I, I don't think I hated it. I was like, oh, okay. So is this, I guess, it's like the comedian's version of Expendables. <laughs> yeah, the that old makes sense. Warden. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, They do ride some motorcycles, so uh, that's kind of action. Kind of action, I I don't know. I can't really tell you anything that happens in it. So, I just remember when I first started watching Shameless, I was like, "Oh, the guy from Wild Hogs." (laughs) That guy from. (laughs) I'm sure he loves to be known as that. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Dan's just like, "I'm sleeping because I haven't, I haven't been able to." I'm laughing because I don't have the smell of baby poop uh, in my nose. Uh, He's not depressed; he's relieved, and he proves it by showing off his new haircut. Uh, Thoughts on the new haircut? Very good, very good. Good one. Best of best of the series. I mean. Yeah, so I, there you have it. He's not depressed. Um, so they're insistent that he's depressed, though. They're going to keep telling him as much. So uh, Dan's going to leave. Say so he, he says he's going to go to Nate's. Um, awesome Girl's doing another live stream. Blair's at Cartier checking the cost of the watch. So uh, Serena calls. His live streams are insane because the, the person's right behind you. If you turn around, they're they're streaming you. Also, really ballsy of Dan to lie when Gossip Girl is constantly streaming them. Yeah, this is a new era. We mentioned this at last episode. It's insane that people still lie because people will get caught. Like, you're going to get caught on Gossip Girl, especially with the new technology. She's everywhere now. Yeah. So uh, I, I do like that uh, Blair claims that she's actually uh, she's actually here because it just so happens her watch is broken and she smashes it against the counter, which Blair could have just lied. She didn't have to commit this hard randomly by actually smashing her watch, but it was funny it's to see funny, her do yeah, it. I like it. And uh, Blair stops I was wondering if in that case the watch actually scratches or if the glass counter that she smashes it against breaks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she just broke the entire counter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she sees Eva, so she's going to stop talking to Serena. Um, in the meantime, Dan knocks on Serena's door and comes in. He is noticeably not at Nate's house, but he says he was just taking a walk and wound up at her door, which seems convenient. So all the pieces are in place now for both Blair and Serena to break their pact. Um, and at the same time, it looks like Eva's returning her watch for some money, so Blair snaps a quick pic or takes a quick video or whatever. Always good to have a picture or video just in case. You never know. I'm, I'm uh, always a proponent of doing that. And then Gossip Girl calls Eva an angel again, so add that one to the counter. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I think that she's enjoying this attention too because every, any, anytime someone does call her an angel to her face she's like i don't know it's i i'm, just, <laughs> it's I'm just not me. an angel yeah, yeah, whatever if you want to call me that you can 
want to kind of dissect how long of a walk it would have been for Dan to walk from Brooklyn all the way to the Upper East Side <laughs> just to end up at the door. <laughs> that would have been hours. I was, <laughs> I was on a walk. I just happened to be in the area. I figured I'd come on in. No, no subway allowed. Just straight walk. Yeah, definitely a few there, hours. Yeah. yeah. Um, Blair cheerily pays Chuck a visit, and uh, Chuck gives Blair a very funny look when she walks in. He just darts his eyes at her, looking very concerned and confused. And uh, she just wants some tea and a scone, but Chuck Chuck knows she's likely here uh, for a scheme more so than a scone. And uh, Blair tells him that if he's changed, who's to say she hasn't too? And Chuck's going to warn her to leave Eva alone, but Blair insists that she just wants to be friends. And... uh, cheers as Eva walks through the door and so Blair sits down for some tea apologizes to Eva for not realizing that she was the woman that could change Chuck Bass and Eva sticks with her line that Chuck didn't need changing uh so Blair uh this is Blair tells Eva that uh she should have known Chuck before he was shot and she just nonchalantly says once he sold me for a hotel which is now up there with uh <laughs> Lily's ex-husbands as my favorite brand of joke on the show <laughs> it's, it's really great just to drop it there like just that. loves bringing it up and i laugh every she time. should bring it up it's it's, yeah. it's very valid <laughs> so I, I would be so scared of blair in general if i was eva at this point and, and even later on it's, it's amazing that she even gives blair the time of day but even right now i'm like why are you giving why are you talking to her at all and then there's a like two more moments later on what like why are you still talking to blair she's Trying to ruin your life. Want to be friends? She wants to be friends. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Eva must be the most gullible person in the she world. She really is. Chuck should fire everyone that works for him just for letting Blair in the apartment. At this point. <laughs> really? <laughs> you know, like... that, that's not a bad call. Yeah. <laughs> she's just able to charm them, so she she's able to still come in. Um, so uh, Chuck tells Blair that uh, Eva already knows about how I sold you for a hotel. A hotel. We have no secrets. And uh, Blair just delivers the line, blackmailers must be weeping all over town. <laughs> yeah, uh, perfectly and effortlessly. She, very good <laughs> from Blair. Um, and so Blair tells Eva she read about Chuck's gift. As she's always wanted to see in that kind of watch, so she asks Eva to see it. But Eva's like, oh, no, I'm having it resized. And so Blair pulls out the proof that Eva actually returned it for cash. And Chuck just calmly asks Eva what's going on. And Eva tells her that she needed the money for a friend. Uh, Blair tells Eva that might work in a poor person land, but me and Chuck are New Yorkers, baby. We know better. Uh, I love that Blair's just speaking for Chuck here. She's like, Chuck would never fall for this. And uh, her new buddy Ivan interrupts Blair and tells everyone that the money was for him and begs Chuck not to be mad. Ivan's mother was about to lose the house he grew up in, and uh, at first he was too proud to accept help, but Eva wore him down. So Eva really has become close with Ivan to the point where he's confiding in her. And uh, I... I thought he was going to say, like, he lost a bunch of money on the Mets and he needed to pay his bookie, but no, he's <laughs> something else entirely. And Chuck's confused. He's like, why would you treat my valet decently? But it's as simple as Eva, like, is a stranger here, and Ivan was one of the few people who's been kind to her, so she wanted to help him. And uh, Eva just couldn't wear something that decadent when it, it could save someone's childhood home. So Chuck's still getting used to the whole money can be used for good rather than just fancy yeah. watches thing. Yeah, like, it would be nice if Chuck could just pay his employee enough to, so he could use the money for that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Another <laughs> drop in the bucket, it would be to save Ivan's mom and childhood home. This is like Walmart putting out donation boxes for its employees around Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. uh. Eva's taking it upon herself to sell back the fancy gifts so that uh, Chuck's employees can can save their families. <laughs> it isn't, so, at, but, at this uh, time too in the episode, it's like, uh, again, is she this nice or is this like a fishy situation? Is, is she lying? We still don't know enough about her to know if, if this is like the truth or not. Like, are these two from the but same? We know nothing even, about her. Even like to a point where I was like, More are these two from the same place? Like, do, do they know each other from before this world? 
What's going on? We're episodes in, and we the only thing we know about Eva still is that she nursed Chuck back to health, and that she's apparently a saint. So, yeah, um, she breastfed so, him back to health. Yeah, yes. Uh, <laughs> Chuck, Chuck reacts to it as well. Uh, tells Eva he can never be angry at her. Uh, he just wants one favor. Pick the charity for him that he's going to give his money to. Uh, he trusts her heart to find the right one. So uh, this definitely backfired on Blair. All you have to do is be a decent pl- person, and Blair really has no defense for that. She's like, ah, oh, shit, like, I got nothing. Like, she really, she always finds something on everyone. This is the first time she's... As long as you don't have dirt, like, as long as you're just a good person, like, Blair can't European. do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you must be European. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dan and Serena are on a walk. Dan uh, still hasn't changed out of that shirt that Vanessa said he's been wearing for a few days, so he probably smells. But yeah, at least Serena has... might have been wearing it the whole season so far. <laughs> we, yeah, we don't know. <laughs> at least Serena has changed out of her morgue outfit. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's a really, it was a really good outfit. Yeah, like, I, I do matching smells if Serena hadn't changed as well. It, Nicole noted this too. It is amazing and so funny when uh, Serena just is walking through like Central Park, dressed the way she does, like literally dressed like a pop star. With all the all these the sequence dresses and just she she looks insane amongst the common people. Yeah, but uh, that that's just that's so just she Serena. She's awesome. she's gonna dress she's gonna dress up to go stroll to the park. Yeah. Um, Serena heard that Milo's not Dan's son. She asked Dan how he feels, and Dan's like, "Listen, Vanessa, my old family is there trying to force me to talk about it. I'm just relieved to have my life back." So uh, Serena's like, "All right, we won't talk about it. We'll spend the day having fun." A, a good move good by Serena move. because something mm-hmm. sometimes this is exactly what a person needs instead of hyper focusing on the thing that's supposedly upsetting him. So uh, Serena gets a call from Blair, so the fun will have to wait just a second. And Blair fills in Serena all about Eva selling the watch back for cash, witnessing Chuck give the most or Eva give Chuck the most credible altruistic excuse. And so Serena's like, you're breaking your promise. And just as she said that, Dan literally shouts at her while she's on the phone and he's two feet away from her. He's like, hey, I'm going to go get a pretzel. I'm going to get a pretzel. It's me, Dan. It's me, Dan Humphrey. I'm going to get a pretzel. Do you want anything, Serena? Hey, Blair, you want a pretzel? (laughs) Hey, Blair, Dan here. I'm just getting a pretzel with Serena. You want something? (laughs) Have you ever gotten a a New York City pretzel from one of those stands? Either one of you? No, I... I wasn't a pre- first of all. Uh, it's oh. not a guarantee that these pretzels uh, pretzels are going to be vegan, so I tend to stay away from them. Mm-hmm. Although the pretzels at Adventureland are vegan, so I get to snack on them just to just to uh, let everyone know. Um, Good to know. So I have been kind of snacking on some pretzels while uh, on the job. Mm, I've gotten many uh, New York City pretzels, and I feel like they are so hit or miss. Like can well, that's be what I was up, yeah. bad. Sometimes it can be actually fucking hard, like hard as a rock. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's my actually, my pretzels think... are good. I'll get I'll make you a good pretzel feel like you would think that like they're turning them over real fast near big events or near like big spaces and so they right. wouldn't be hard but i actually think the worst pretzels because people are going to buy them like no matter what whereas like you're in true. the middle of nowhere those people are like really working for the dollar and making oh, good pretzels. True. That's, that's true. a good tip good tip <laughs> i like to make myself a nice cinnamon pretzel oh, so you're, you're in charge of the pretzels too over there oh yeah pizza oh, yeah. pretzels churros cinnamon pretzels are very good um no no pizza pretzels oh no. you said cinnamon pretzels yeah <laughs> yeah Right, pizza pretzel I'm, sounds I'm, also I'm very on. good. You have to, like maybe add that to the menu. <laughs> I'm also just getting very hungry. Right now. Someone once asked me to. <laughs> someone said pizza. Someone asked, pizza, me pizza. To, uh, <laughs> someone once asked me to melt mozzarella cheese on one of the pretzels. Wow. So I don't know. Ooh. That's kind of like a pizza pretzel. Pretty close. Add some marinara on there. You're good. Yeah, I guess I could have done it. The oven would have been a mess afterwards, and I have to clean. I didn't say you wanted cheese. Cup. Oh yeah. What? Huh? What? I was gonna say a marinara dipping cup. Yeah. Yes, that I could have done. That's a good. 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 <laughs> to me. 
Obviously, Blair hears Dan's shouting. So uh, Serena's like, it's different. Dan came to me. He was just in the area. So it's completely different. <laughs> I don't think that was in the fine print, but Blair doesn't even care. She's too focused on Chuck and Ever right now. So she's just like, uh, you know, when Chuck opened his heart to his mother, it was the beginning of the end. So you, you got to help me. Uh, Blair's definitely biased because she's right. that The last time Chuck let someone into his life, it did cause uh, Blair to be sold to a hotel. <laughs> but uh, that's all on Chuck, really. So yeah. um, Sarah, Serena agrees to help. Blair. Uh, Blair's going to text her clues as she gets them, and it looks like we're going to get a rare Blair, Cena, Serena, Dan team up here. Yeah, you know, it's virtual for Blair and Dan, but it still counts. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, it, it turns out that Blair is currently hanging out with Ever right now. They're uh, hanging out with some dogs for some reason. She's trying to get Ever to pick these needy dogs as the charity. I'm not exactly sure why. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure me and you, I'm not sure about Scally. This is, this is the worst possible charity choice. Ugh, disagree. I think Scally's a Scally's a dog boy. Yeah, that's true. I am Scally a dog boy. Scally likes a dog. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, he likes it, dog. It, it's not part of Blair's character that she loves needy dogs. I don't understand why. I think. So. I think maybe she. Here. I think she is maybe trying to get even to pick something that is objectively stupid. He googled closest charity. <laughs> is what she did, yeah. <laughs> and said, "Like, look, we're friends now." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but um, and this is also one of the scenes that I was talking about before. That it's insane that he was hanging out with her that, yeah. now, now one on one after what had just happened. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and she even says she's like, you know, when I ran into you outside the Empire, I was a little skeptical, but uh, clearly you have Chuck's best yeah, interest at heart. I wanted to see that scene of them bumping into each other and just Blair jumping from behind a building, like, "Hey, Girl, what's up? Hey." <laughs> Well, you really look, foiled there's... my plan, but you want to hang out? <laughs> <laughs> look, there's some dogs over here. Like, yeah, sure, I'll hang out. Like, oh, you man, I apologize for... European. <laughs> I'm, just... <laughs> I'm just a little protective over Chuck. Sorry about that big watch snafu, but uh, I just want to be friends. I just want to hear your entire I mean, life story. So I wouldn't even like that either. You. Like, her saying I'm protective over Chuck is like, I, yeah. I, stop. Like, get away from me. Yeah. Uh, Chuck and Nate are at their place. Apparently, uh, Juliet's now also a main character on Gossip Girl, the website, because Nate's seeing all of these pictures of her getting home late at night on days she said she had too much work to uh, hang out with him. Again, people don't realize that they literally can't lie as long as Gossip Girl is reporting on them all the time. Uh, Nate tells Chuck that he was right, asked what he should do, and the old Chuck would have told Nate to do something to make her jealous, but the new Chuck wants him to be honest with her and tell her how he feels. And so Nate informs him that Eva was just spotted at the park with Blair, but Chuck has faith that Eva can handle Blair. Yeah, I mean, like you said she's before, this far. she's she's uh, Blair proof. She's she's just nice. Nice. She's just nice. Um, back to Blair and Eva and the dogs. Uh, Blair is interviewing Eva, learning her life story. Every answer that Eva gives Blair, Blair texts it to Serena on her BlackBerry. Of course, I am honored to have had the same phone as the Gossip Girl cast for so long. Me and me and the, me and the girls were having uh, Blackberries back in the day. <laughs> yeah, you, you won't stop. Maybe that's why. It. Maybe that's why I couldn't. I'm so proud. Maybe that's why I couldn't <laughs> get rid of mine. Uh, maybe, I was maybe. never a Blackberry boy. Never had one either. Oh, my God. Uh, wasn't Finally, like these upper ciders. I'm gonna schedule a. I'm gonna uh, schedule a Blackberry month where only people that were <laughs> my BBM contacts back in the day <laughs> are gonna come on. Well, Black that Bears. might end up <laughs> coinciding with the future Lindenhurst month. Yeah, probably. Um, Serena's getting the messages, relaying them to Dan. Uh, she tells Dan he doesn't have to help her, but Dan's having fun, you know, because they always have fun together. And uh, Dan does a quick Bing search. I thought it was a Bing search, but they're no longer using Bing, actually. I, I guess their product no, placement yeah, is so. over. They're using yeah, the classic search.com that everyone uses. <laughs> and uh, That scene where he says we always have fun together was the most sexual thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, Dan's so really, uh, really laying it on thick. He's like... Yeah. 
what in the next scene when he talks about his mad web browsing skills and how uh, yeah. ladies would be uh, taking their clothes off for him. Like, this is the one person that you shouldn't be saying. Like that's the person that you can't joke about that with because it's sort of serious. Yeah. Um, so Dan reports there were no major cheese scandals that Eva was involved in, and Eva continues to give Blair her black, uh, her, not not her black story, her backstory. Not her. I almost said Blackberry again. I, <laughs> um, I just love the thing her, so much. Uh, yeah. Her grandfather died. He owed a lot of money. Uh, she moved to Prague with some friends, waited tables, worked in hotels. She sent all the money back home, and then she met Chuck. She was in her room when she heard the junk gunshots, and uh, when she went downstairs, uh, uh, when the ambulance didn't show up, she knew she had to do something herself. So that answers my question as to why she didn't call someone or take him to the hospital. Apparently, the ambulance just didn't show up. Like, that's terrifying. Yeah, I guess it's that bad of a neighborhood. Well, well, why, what she why, said. Why, but... why was he there? Like, what, what, what club is high-end enough for Chuck to go to that's in this shit neighborhood? Who knows what he was doing on Prague? Who knows if he was already trying to just, like, forget who he was yeah, and just was doing anything? But, yeah, but shouldn't an ambulance, like, always be in the area then if, if people are always getting shot there instead of just not showing up? That's a good point. Sounds. Oh, well. No. <laughs> I, I can see not. Chuck wanting to hang out in an area that allows things uh, that police would not show up to as well. That's true. Yeah. It does yeah, make sense. Um... <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, Dan's found something about uh, Prolovka, which is apparently where... Uh, uh, what's her face? Eva, <laughs> Eva was staying. Um, <laughs> and this is when he brags about his mad browsing skills uh, on search.com. Uh, Serena's just like giggling and giggling about Dan's jokes about him <laughs> being so web, web savvy. And then uh, and then she's like, ah, yes, you taking uh, me me taking your clothes off for your web, web browsing skills. Uh, does Vanessa know you're here? <laughs> right. And Dan's like, I told her I was going to Nate's. And she's like, why'd you lie? And, and they're very <laughs> flirty with each other right. in this conversation. They're so close. Their faces and, uh, are like almost touching. Yeah. Dan says that after Vanessa moved in, things have been very hard because Dan thinks that Vanessa is is not convinced that he's over Serena. Dan was the one who told Vanessa to move in, and now he's complaining that it's weird. And uh, to be fair, Vanessa did take the invitation to move in and then started forcing him to talk about his feelings at all right. hours of the day and, and then start making pancakes instead of waffles. Yeah. Right. But then Dan admits... And I'm um, probably not over Serena, which, which is quite the bold thing to say to Serena. And that blew my mind. I was like, wow, he's he's uh, really going right for it. Yeah. Did we break up with Vanessa first. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, like, definitely. I, I just couldn't believe he straight up said that to her because he, uh, right. He's, he's, living, he's, he's yeah, still uh, living. Yeah. He's he's the most entangled with Vanessa that he's ever been. Right. Because he's the one that forced her to move in. Well, he didn't <laughs> force her. He definitely wanted to. But he's like, I want you to move in, even though we don't have Milo to take care of anymore. Um, How many days then, ago did this happen, by the way? Do you think? I feel like it was like over the weekend. And he, she's been living yeah, there th- for a few days. Yeah, probably, I think. And Dan hasn't changed his shirt. And he's already time. like sick of her. Like, come on, Dan. Yes, yes. Um, uh, Dan realizes something about Prolovka and uh, asks if Blair is sure about that one. Uh, more on that later, because Nate, Nate's still clacking away on his laptop as Juliet sneaks up behind him, uh, nibbles on his ear, and Nate just questions what he's doing here. He slams his laptop shut with the, the with the quickness of someone who was watching porn. But uh, <laughs> he, just, he tells Juliet, uh, this may sound creepy, but he read the thread about her on Gossip Girl and asks if she's been lying to him. Um, doesn't even wait to hear her story. It's just right away. He's just like, it's okay if you're seeing other people. Uh, we never said we were exclusive. Uh, it's just Juliet. Uh, with, with Ju- everything that happened with Serena, he needs her to be honest. And Juliet says that not seeing anyone else, she's not seeing anyone else. She doesn't want to, if that's what Nate wants. And she was just visiting someone, but she swears she's not dating them. And uh, speaking of seeing other people, Vanessa shows up to kidnap Dan. <laughs> uh, if Dan actually was there, I would have been so annoyed if I were oh, him, yeah. since he clearly went to Nate's house to get away from her. But I'm here. You're coming. Come back with he- me now. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> he's not there, so Vanessa like gets to technically be in the right for I this know, one. It's the worst. On a technicality, unfortunately. Like, but even after this, like, 
later on when she's like, yeah, I know you're both lying to me, but I, I don't blame yeah, him. Yeah. Like she she still kind right, of understands yeah. that he just he just wants to get away. Then if you understand his thought process, then why don't I you don't just blame leave him? Alone? I, I suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I understand why he doesn't want to be with me, but I'm still going to keep following him around if, if that's all I right with everyone. Refuse to let that influence my actions in the slightest. <laughs> <laughs> Blair is very pissed that Eva is a saint. She's groaning in despair as she enters and sees Serena and Dan on the couch together. Eva didn't even cringe when that homeless man licked her arm. And uh, <laughs> and I can't believe Blair was hanging out with homeless people. Or I guess yeah. they weren't hanging. I guess they were just passing one by. But um, Dan tells Blair that she might be used to weird men licking her. And Serena says that uh, she may be a saint, but she's also a prostitute, her words. Uh, I don't know why Serena and Dan are taking so much glee in this. Kind of yeah, a they, bad look on their yeah, part. Yeah, they really are. They're, like, they're smiling like two idiots tee -hee -hee. she she's right. a sex worker like what okay and, it doesn't line up for me at all in like what we know of dan <laughs> first that he's yeah. willing to help out on this and that also that he is so judgmental of a sex worker right and right. using no. outdated terms already yeah it's crazy and blair blair shocked and takes a look at the laptop as how they found this and uh dan's like when when uh when she mentioned where eva first met check chuck uh I saw that it was in Prague's red light district. So almost as a joke, I looked up brothels, which, uh, what a funny joke. What that a funny joke, joke of the episode, Brendan? Joke of the episode. Brothel he, is a funny he, word. This is a joke. <laughs> I bookmarked the page. <laughs> <laughs> and then almost as a joke, I, I got some ticket. I got a ticket to take a flight there. And, uh... <laughs> this this anyway, TV it, show it, really it, loves using the word prostitute as a funny joke. Like they think prostitutes are the funniest thing that's ever existed because they use that <laughs> constantly. Yeah, with our girl Brandeis back in the yeah. day. Yeah. This is for Brandeis. Um, it turns out a lot of these brothels have websites, and I guess Eva was featured on one of them. Uh, Blair has never been so happy for internet porn. I don't know why they all think this is such a gotcha moment for Eva. Like, like Chuck clearly loves, or I don't know, loves this girl, but uh, definitely sees no wrong in her. Is he really going to draw the line at the fact that she used to be a sex worker? No, I, I, I didn't think so. Right, and Blair tells uh, Humphrey that he's on a fine job, but she and Serena can take it from here. Uh, makes Dan promise not to reveal this information to anyone because it has to be revealed by experts. And Blair kicks uh, Dan out. Serena tells him that she'll call him, and Blair yells at him, no, she won't, which which is fun. Um, Blair needs to find a dress for the gala. They weren't supposed to go, but where else can Blair announce to the world that Chuck's new lady is a lady of the evening? I truly don't understand how Blair thinks she's going to come out of this looking good to Chuck. She's She's completely lost the thread of what she was trying to do here. Yeah, imagine this happens. Like she gets up on the stage and says, "Like Eva's a prostitute." And everyone's like, "Oh, okay." Like then what happens next? Blair saying something really inappropriate on a stage, thinking that she's going to come out of it looking good. I think that's never <laughs> happened before on the show. Happened <laughs> literally in the third episode of the show. <laughs> we do need more of that. Serena is pleading with Blair not to embarrass them in public, just talk to Chuck privately, but uh, that's not how Blair operates. She has too big of a flair for the dramatic for that. Uh, and, and Blair yells at Serena again for Blake breaking her promise and asks her, wait, are you telling me you chose? Which, again, nothing really to choose from at this moment. They're both in a relationship, uh, and at least Nate seems to like the person that he's in a relationship with, even if it is a sham at the moment. Mm -hmm. But uh, Serena's very happy. She's like, uh, things with Dan and Vanessa may not be so great. Um, I, <laughs> I don't know I why. It cracks me up that she thinks that Dan saying that Vanessa's annoying him means that she can swoop in right away. <laughs> They're <laughs> that's living good together, but he, he, here I come. <laughs> here I come. It's my time. Basically gave her the green light, so. <laughs> in her eyes, yeah. Yeah, Dan's living in the green light district when it comes to him <laughs> yeah, and Serena. Hell yeah. <laughs> nice. So, uh, Dan, Dan returns to the loft. Rufus is still there, and Dan's just like, why? Why are you here? <laughs> this is my house now. <laughs> so, Rufus. 
Rufus figured out, he moved out some of his stuff out here to give Vanessa the closet space. Uh, Rufus is confused as to why Vanessa wasn't able to find him at Nate's, and Dan's like, ah, it was actually with Serena. And then Rufus again tells Dan, you gotta face what's going on here. And Dan tells him that nothing's going on. Like, how many times are they gonna tell us the same thing in one episode? Yeah, I, I, I think Rufus should have been more focusing on, like, why are you hanging out with your ex? Like, I think he did a little he bit. He say but, that. Yeah. Yeah. But that should Dan's be the main like, conversation. He's like, is it okay for me to have a fun day with my friend? And Rufus is like, not if it involves lying to the woman you're living with. And uh, some more rare good advice from Rufus. He says, fun is good, lying is bad. I mean, in a nutshell, that's what that, that's what he's saying. Yeah. Um, which I agree with. That, that's my mantra. Um, he's clearly disappointed in Dan. Tell, tells him, you know, you, you got to talk to me. Uh, apparently, since Milo has been gone, uh, Dan's been wondering if he's been making all the wrong choices. Uh, and Dan reveals that before Georgina showed up pregnant, he was going to fly to Paris and profess his love for Serena and try to win her back. And uh, before Rufus can respond to that, uh, Dan's phone rings and it's Nate. So he, he has to take the call. To his best bud. Yeah. Well, yeah I'm sure I, yeah. it's really Nate this time. <laughs> yes, and it, and to his credit, it is. Uh, Nate apparently came up clutch for Dan, or so he thinks. He's like, listen, I was able to cover for you. I think Vanessa bought it, but I, but I'm, even though he's a bad liar. Um, At least he knows And that. then, yeah, yes. And Nate, Nate asks if he's cheating, and Dan's like, no, no, I'm not cheating, but I was but I'm going to Serena. Yeah, yeah. And Nate's <laughs> like, what the fuck? We agreed to stay away from Serena. And people just breaking their promises left and right in this episode. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. I, I was in like the that. area! I was in the area! <laughs> <laughs> Dan says this was a special circumstance. They were helping Blair investigate Chuck's new girlfriend. And Nate's like, why the hell would you do that? And Dan's like, oh, because Eva's not who she says she is. But I can't say more because I promised Blair I wouldn't say anything. And Nate seems genuinely hurt by this. He's like, your promise to Blair means more to your promise to me? And it was very cute. Poor guy. <laughs> Come on, man. And so really, they're all they've been through. Like, I, I love that, that they're such good buddies because yeah. I think the two of them have Agreed. fucked each other. I think Dan even more, even more so has fucked over Nate constantly. So good for, all the good, time, yeah, but good, good they really Nate. just forgive each other very easily. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Dan does tell him about her sex work. It makes him not tell Chuck. And then, <laughs> to <laughs> Nate's credit, he he doesn't say okay, I won't tell Chuck. He just says, "All right, man, I'm gonna go." Yeah. <laughs> That's a good because he, he knows he's around. gonna tell Chuck literally right away. <laughs> like, what'd you say? Didn't catch that last part. All right, see, ya. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. <laughs> um, Juliet and Vanessa have just gotten cookies. Uh, Juliet tells her she's sorry she just missed Dan, and Vanessa's like. Mildly convincing. You're a slightly better liar than Nate. So, so Vanessa didn't buy it at all. No, it, she she knows. Oh, well, I guess she knows Nate very well. That uh, she, I, I think it, it wasn't so much that she knew Juliet was lying. I think as, as soon as she talks to Nate, she's like, "Yeah, I see right fucking through you." <laughs> um, Juliet admits she didn't actually see him and uh, questions why Dan would lie to her. She's going to use this opportunity to kind of uh, drive. A wedge between Vanessa and Dan for some reason, or or Vanessa and Serena. I guess I guess she's further trying to isolate Serena, Serena from yeah. other people. It was like, uh, lucky that this Vanessa situation landed in her lap too, because this was not a part of her plan. Yeah. Like, well, I, I could work this for me. Right. Yeah. Vanessa's just making excuses for Dan. Uh, she figures she must have been seeing Serena. Uh, she doesn't know what to do, which again, yeah, works perfectly for Juliet. Is like uh, the only way to make this stop is to confront Serena. So let's go find her. Um, <laughs> which uh, all right, yeah, sure. Um, Chuck's playing pool. You can immediately tell by looking at Nate's face that something's up. And Nate, again, right away tells him without any prodding that uh, they found something. Blair found something on Eva. She was a sex worker. And uh, Chuck takes this very well, claims to have already known this. And Nate is so relieved, he starts laughing and tells Chuck to be careful because Blair's probably going to out this at the party. Um, I, th I think Nate face... handles this the best because he doesn't seem – he just wants to like, get this information to Chuck before anyone else gets it to him. Yes, And he doesn't yes. think it's funny or anything. He just like thinks, like, hey, Chuck, you should mm -hmm. know this because someone's going to try to use this against you. This could, could get yeah, you. He... He doesn't show up giggling like, Eva was a prostitute. 
homeless pe- weird men liquor. When you say it like that, it's pretty funny. <laughs> the, uh, but the face that Chuck makes while Nate is saying this can only be described as deranged. Like, I guess it's him, like, <laughs> physically trying to hide that he doesn't know this. That's what but... it was, yeah. Because when, when he was telling Chuck, I was like, he probably already knows this. And then, like, when he made that weird face, like, I guess he doesn't is what that's telling me. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rufus uh, asks Dan if he's sure he doesn't need him. Uh, tells him that he and Vanessa really do need to talk at some point. And then Serena calls and asks Dan if she wants to go uh, to Chuck's charity thing. Uh, Dan had told Vanessa, or had told Rufus, that he's going to talk to Vanessa tomorrow. So I guess tonight's still fair game because he agrees to go with Serena. <laughs> it's, as, as soon as he heard Vanessa's going out with her friend, he well, you know, me too. I'm going out with my friend, one friend. My friend Serena, yes. <laughs> yeah. We have no history. We're just friends. And Serena's really feeling herself now as she's just looking her, at herself up and down in the mirror. She looks great, except for that weird, like, one-sided braid. Like, one, one side of her hair is straight and, like, looks like she got, she, like, stuck a fork in an electric socket. And the other side... <laughs> like she half-assed a, a, like a little braid. I, it's very strange to have two different hairstyles on one on one head. It looks like she put a braid in and then slept in it for five yeah, days. Yeah, <laughs> and then it showed up. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily. Then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. And you can do that all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, and this is my personal testimony, of course, I feel like having options like video podcasts and Q&A and polls has let me be creative on another level. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Exactly. <laughs> I'm so glad we're back on Hair Watch. <laughs> Honestly, season it's four so has, been kinda, has been bad for, for Serena this season so far. <laughs> Eva and Chuck. Turns out Chuck didn't actually know. Eva takes one look at his face and is able to tell that he knows now, and so Chuck closes the door. Uh, but uh, before we can get to what they said there, Chuck's charity gala has begun. Nate, Juliet, and Vanessa arrive, and Juliet and Vanessa are going to go look to uh, confront Serena. Uh, Nate holds on to Juliet's things while they go, which is a rookie move from Juliet. We see this time and time again on this show. People who have things to hide just leave their phone behind unlocked and unguarded. And especially with and Nate. Juli- like, Nate is a famous text reader. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, he's been demonstrating that recently. And he gets a text, so Nate obviously looks at it, and it is from someone named Ben, who says, Where are you? I need to see you. I was was really hoping this was, so in my brain, I missed that it was her phone. I was like, wait, what's going on? Is is Nate gay? I thought this was Nate's coming out party. (laughs) I was like, wow, this is a huge twist. And then I was that like, would have "Oh, come okay, out of okay. nowhere." I, I would, it would have been. That would have been very fine with it. It would have been so funny. But when 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 Nate had a confused well, see, when everyone has a BlackBerry, it gets easy to to uh, mix up people's phones. When Nate had like the confused look on his face, would you just think he was like, "I'm gay"? <laughs> He's like, "All right," it just goes with it. <laughs> Nate's just like asking Gossip Girl. He's like, "I need to know, am I gay?" <laughs> Yes, question mark. <laughs> uh, Serena and Blair arrive. Blair is looking for Chuck. Uh, Serena wants her to give Chuck a few minutes before she blows up his relationship. And Lily comes over, tells the girls that they look wonderful. And she has Chuck's things, but he keeps forgetting to give them to him. So Serena says she'll take them and drop them off in his suite since his valet, Ivan, is right there. Valet Ivan, this is she's your demise, Lily, buddy. Yeah, Lily, 
Lily just kind of nonchalantly and unknowingly driving the plot forward <laughs> with with everything with she ease. does. Maybe she does know. She's, yeah. a, she's a genius. He's the, the Dumbledore. Move, yeah. yeah. Um, Duck and Eva arrive. Blair sees them and immediately needs to ruin their time. So uh, she lasted a few seconds, not even the few minutes that Serena suggested. Um, she goes somewhere else, but... Uh, Eva goes somewhere else, and Chuck asks Blair how the humiliation is going to go down. Uh, have you found Eva's pimp? And Blair is very surprised that Chuck already knows. And uh, Chuck tells Blair uh, that, or Blair tells Chuck that she's not trying to humiliate anyone. She just wanted to make sure that he knew, but he obviously already does. And uh, Ch Chuck tells her he doesn't care. And Blair's like, "How's that even possible? How can a sex worker be worthy as the same love and respect as the rest of us?" <laughs> Not an exact quote. I was saying, that's not what, what she saying. said, but yeah, okay. <laughs> that's what. That's how she's coming off. Yeah, we've seen this from from Blair in particular before. Right. Blair tells Chuck that it's his mother all over again. Clearly, Eva's just using him for his money because she used to be a sex worker. Like it, it doesn't really add up. But yeah, anyone that um, comes that comes from a world that's not already wealthy is is out for right. money. In her and eyes. Chuck thinks that she just can't stand to see someone change him. And Blair says, if uh, you really have changed because you are a, you're a fool now. You, you've changed into a fool. Um, well, I think that's what it, that's really what it comes out. I think Chuck has it on the nose. Like, just because someone else changed me and it's not you is what you're really bothered by. And I think that, that sums it up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he is probably right with that. Yeah. Um, and finds Serena and greets her with an, oof, that dress is not fair. You know something he's you say to your friends. He's so horny all episode long. <laughs> he says the same thing to Lily later when he sees her. No, that was you. You said that out loud. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Serena loves getting attention from Dan, so she's all smiles. Uh, she's like, there's something I want to tell you. And Dan's like, oh, good. There's something I want to tell you as well. And then Vanessa just walks out on the conversation. She's like, well, isn't this adorable? <laughs> Classic. Perfect timing. Classic. Um. Juliet finds Nate. She asks him what uh, he's still doing with her coat. And Nate answers in, like, his best Eeyore depressed voice. He's like, I need you. So uh, <laughs> the jig is up for Juliet. Or, or at least it should be. She sits down next to uh, Nate and says that Ben isn't her boyfriend. But uh, Nate's like, everything makes sense now. And uh, Nate tells Juliet that uh, she hates Serena so much because she's exactly like her. Ouch. Oof. Ooh. And not in the, the that dress is hear. not fair. Yeah, not. Yeah. Oof for another reason. Yeah. Um, Dan's doing damage control. He tells Vanessa that uh, Serena has nothing to do with this. They're only friends. And Vanessa's like, if that's true, you wouldn't have lied. And Dan's like, all right, I'm sorry, but I actually had fun today for the first time in a really long time. And Vanessa apologizes that Serena is such a fun time while she just sucks. And Vanessa should be apologizing for not being fun every single episode. <laughs> she, she, <laughs> she really should be. Before, uh, before we start today's episode, I just want to apologize. Blanket apology. I, I'm not fun. I know I suck. Yeah, her, her just... argument is like, yeah, sir, sure. Like, you have a good time with Serena, but I like you. <laughs> like, I love you. So yeah. It doesn't matter how much you dislike me. I, I love you, so you should love me back. You owe it to me. Yeah. She, <laughs> she's like, she's like uh, did Serena explain why she didn't call you all summer and why she texted you and Nate the exact same thing when she was coming home? She's like, she Vanessa's like, uh, you know, for me, you're all I ever wanted. And she just leaves. And it's like, congrats, Vanessa. Dan should worship you now because you're obsessed with him. Like, and again, which is not true. Like, Nicole pointed this out, too. You dated Nate, so he's not all you've ever wanted. You, you literally loved his best friend. You all are – all of you are obsessed with all of you. You all date each other. <laughs> right. <laughs> and don't forget Rufus. Don't forget Rufus, who, of course, was dating Vanessa in the shadows. He still probably is. That's why he was going to clean up the mess they made. 
That's why he was at the apartment <laughs> earlier. That's why, yeah, yeah, that's why he snuck into the loft. Um, I mean, honestly, we talked about it last week, but if anyone's fucking in the crib, it's Rufus and, and Vanessa. Oh, my God. <laughs> Probably. That's why Blair had the crib. I mean, that's Blair. That's why Rufus and the crib sent over. Um, <laughs> I'm so... You guys, I just to update yourself, you guys on me. I am so hungry. I'm feeling lightheaded right now. Like the combination <laughs> of hunger and tiredness is really. I am, I am unwell, but we are. You're doing great. You're pushing through. You're doing thank great. You, thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna have to have a, something quick to eat before I go to bed because this is. Uh, I, I I I might be starving. Um, Blair and Serena. Um, Serena tells her that Vanessa showed up and that uh, she's talking to Dan now. Uh, she doesn't know what's gonna happen, but she feels terrible. And uh, Serena asks what happened with Chuck. Blair tells her that Chuck already knew but didn't care. So Serena's like, that's good. You know, you were just doing this to protect him. And so she's like, yeah, of course. Uh, but she tells Serena that she doesn't want him back. She will never forgive him. She just wanted to save him, which I don't think Blair even believes what she's saying. No, she she can't possibly. I, 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 even the look on her face, like you, you know that she is just trying to work around this. Yeah. Uh, Chuck and Eva are chatting at the table. Eva thanks him for understanding. So uh, we know that Chuck has forgiven him or her for being a sex worker, the audacity. Um, she didn't judge him for his past. She doesn't want to be judged for hers. Uh, Blair's eavesdropping on this. And uh, so... But mind, like, I mean, quickly, like, also hair watch again here. Maybe Blair's best hair ever. Like uh, She's really got like Ooh. Jessica Rabbit vibes going on here in this episode. Wow. Okay. Very good. See, I like the... Air acted like she was peeking through the curtains of basically a completely transparent <laughs> divider. <laughs> she was like, like she was almost like face to face with them. She, her head was so close to their heads. So taller than it. <laughs> like <laughs> if they just turned around, they would have been like looking at her. So Chuck gets up there, tells the crowd that he couldn't decide which charity to donate to, but he knows there's one person who would know the answer, and so he would like to announce a new charity, the Eva Coupeau Foundation. He'll be donating $5 million to the woman whose name it bears, and it will be up to her to decide who needs the help the most. And if it didn't look like Eva was swindling him before, it sure does now. Uh, it's also, as we said, a weird uh, a weird move for Chuck to do a uh, LeBron James-esque the decision moment to be like, here's where my charity money is going. <laughs> To my girlfriend, and like, it's wild. Uh, did you? My think uh, charity will be going to South Beach. <laughs> I'm taking my charity to South Beach. <laughs> uh, did you think that Eva was uh, grifting him, pulling the old bait and switch here, or did you just think she was just going to continue I mean, being an angel? There, there was nothing leading you to that besides just like pure skepticism. Everyone saying it. Yeah. yeah. Besides so, it, this being Gossip Girl, right? Exactly <laughs> right. That. Like that's always what happens. Yeah, the the crowd collapsed for some reason. Um, Blair obviously isn't as thrilled as everyone else. She marches straight to Ivan and asks to see the envelope Lily gave him, and Ivan just lets her take it for some reason. And Blair takes his passport. He like Chuck's passport. She just takes, and he's just like, "Okay, have fun with his passport." I, I guess this is like the only thing Ivan does wrong because this is going to lead to everything that ends up happening. But. I, I, he this couldn't is, have known that this mistake would result in this, but like, what's he? Why is he letting Blair take this? This is so fireable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, honestly, yeah, that's a pretty, that's a pretty intense document that just like gives. Uh, and he should kind of know the relationship at this point. Like Blair, Blair's kind of an enemy right right now. You're just gonna give her his passport? Yeah. I, it, did did Chuck not prep him and be like, by the way, Blair is uh, our enemy here. <laughs> like, like, we do not give my passport. To, yeah, she's trying to fuck me over somehow. So, yeah. 
brought in the scones. He knows the status. <laughs> like Ivan yeah. was there. Yeah. Right. I didn't really like catch this the first time I watched it. So I really thought the firing of Ivan really came out of left field at the end, but Chuck does figure out that Ivan is the one that gave Blair the passport, yeah. so I, I guess it does make sense. Yeah, until, until talking about um, it, I felt the same way. I was like, oh, I guess Chuck's just like, you know, he's he's back on his bullshit right now, so he just wants to be evil and, like, destroy this guy's life. But now it, it I think it's totally warranted. I would have given him a warning. He's Motivation a might be He's had enough suffer. Yeah. <laughs> for Chuck. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for, for sure. I think, I think he also does need someone to sure. take his frustrations out on. Um Blair is going to steal Chuck from Eva. Eva's like, yeah, okay, sure. What more can you possibly do? So uh, Chuck asks if uh, what else you're going to tell me is Nate running a secret drug ring. And Blair's like, oh, you'd probably put Nate in charge of Bass Industries if that were the case. Um, and so Chuck's like, you've got 20 seconds. And she tells him how confused she is that he's rewarding Eva for her tricks, pun intended. And Chuck just responds, 14 seconds. Nice work not even dignifying that with a response. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good. It's a good exchange. Yeah, and so Blair didn't want to tell Chuck, but now she has no choice. Uh, seven seconds. And so she's like, she found something that proved that Eva knew who Chuck was, even though she claimed she didn't. And Chuck doesn't believe her, but Blair's like, well, then how come I found proof when I was snooping through her suitcase? Uh, you do have to appreciate how brazenly shameless she is. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's horrible of her, and this is like a really shitty move, but she is so relentless, and this is it's, it's, it is impressive. She's able to pull this and, off. Uh, <laughs> and she says, uh, you know... It, it, that's impossible, or Chuck says that's impossible. Muggers took it the night they shot him, and Blair's like, oh, maybe it was Eva who took it because uh, here it is, uh, and she, she must have made you her mark. Uh, Blair is uh, Blair's a liar, she's but she's good. good at it. She's very good. So Nate asks Serena if she's uh, seen Chuck, and she hasn't, but asks, she asks if Nate is okay because he looks upset, and Nate tells her that he thinks he just broke up with Juliet. Uh, Serena good person here even though she hates Juliet, she still doesn't want to see nate sad and so she tells nate that if she if he ever needs her and she's here always but nate's like i know you came here with dan so he just leaves but before <laughs> he does Ser serena grabs his hand and of course dan sees this and is upset now <laughs> which why oh first God. of all he's still with vanessa and she was just taking his hand How vanessa's is he right you do like me and nate how did we just stumble back into the serena nate dan love triangle under these stupid circumstances I don't know. I, I, so annoying. I feel I it's feel so bad stupid for, for him to be mad here. Absolutely. I, I feel bad for Serena because everyone thinks that she is like everyone has this idea of her that she's the biggest floozy in the world, and maybe rightfully so. But like she can't even like touch someone's skin no. without them thinking like, oh well, she's gonna fuck that guy now. It's, it's, yeah, it's a, like it's a hard I may be I may be living with my girlfriend Vanessa, but you can't touch Nate's hand. Right. <laughs> okay. So. Chuck finds his passport. Uh, Blair's like, I'm really sorry. I just I just thought you should know, which, uh, you know, I don't believe her. But <laughs> Eva walks in, uh, and now that Blair thinks she's won, she'll let them have a minute. And Chuck asks Eva if she knew who he was when they met, and she tells him, uh, you know, you already know that I don't. And Chuck's like, uh, I found my passport in your suitcase, and she's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. It is a little weird that Chuck doesn't think that this could be a scheme from Blair. Yeah, I guess these are all his demons coming out, and he's got all, all these underlying issues about no one liking him for who, who he is. So he, it's it's tough. I, I sort of understand where he's coming from, but he, it, you know, he's going to beat himself up for it later. I mean, he's been very understanding so far with Eva, but I yeah. guess it's the old uh, three strikes in your out rule of baseball fame. She lied about the watch, she lied about the career, and uh, now she lied about knowing him. So he thinks. So he doesn't even let her explain this time, and. Uh, he tells her he let her in, told her everything, his yeah. whole fucked up family history, yeah. and uh, 
now he thinks she still took advantage of him. The first two were good lies, though, and she came clean about them. Yeah, but now she doesn't come clean. Uh, why doesn't why, why doesn't she try to fight these charges against her? I, I you know I, I guess she's she's uh, over just being being judged. Just like you know I you know maybe uh, this this my time isn't worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're gonna constantly have to deal with this, like I would walk out too. Yeah, right. I'm this not dealing time. with all these people. This is three times in one day now. It's like Blair said this. Okay, Blair sucks. Uh, this is this is my reasoning. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Blair said this. Like it's gonna be the same thing every day of her life. She's like, I gotta get out of this. Yeah. And why is Blair still here in, in, in our lives at all? Yeah. And so uh, Chuck is now spiraling, and Blair asks if he's okay, and he just responds, "I'm stupid. How could I ever believe someone good would actually love me?" And uh, you know, it's time to start feeling bad for Chuck again. I think this show is uh, you know, good at drumming up sympathy for him. Yeah, it definitely is. It's 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 hard. I mean, because that's that's exactly why he believes Blair. Yeah, we we pull up his backstory, we pull the rug out from under him, and now he he's uh very upset again. Um, no. Serena asks Dan what's happening with with Vanessa, and Dan's like, "Oh, I saw you with Nate." Are, are you kidding me? Serena's <laughs> like, "Yeah, he's having some problems right now." I was talking to Nate, and so Dan tells her that uh, Serena texted him. Uh, you know. And uh, he's like, I have to know. You texted me, but you texted Nate. Uh, you know, were you, when you came back, were you coming back to me or were you coming back to him? Because uh, he's like, I just figured that you were going to tell me that you still loved me and you were going to let him down easy. Which is why in the previous episode, Dan was like, when uh, someone was like, oh, so she texted you the exact same thing and dan was like yo or you know she texted both of us because she loves one of us and wants to let the other down easy it's like dan really thought that that was the case yeah yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean god forbid that these two end up dating like with like soon ish anytime serena even looks at nate dan's gonna be like what are you doing what are you doing like if he's doing yeah. that now when they're not dating and he's dating someone else i can't imagine the three of them again out. Keep in mind, he's asking all of this while he's currently living with his current girlfriend right, right like now. Like, I was all right for ditching. I was all for her ditching. I was all for uh, ditching Vanessa to have fun with the Serena thing. But now it's clear that he's still hung up on Serena. So I, I love that Serena answers this. When she's just like, yeah, you know, I was still trying to choose. I was just throwing out my lines, seeing if I could get any bites. I figured, you know, if I texted both of you, then at least one of you would show up. <laughs> but she very upfront been, right? about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Dan tells serena that there are some people who don't need to choose so i guess vanessa's whole it i've works. always loved you and only you speech worked on him Can't somehow it worked. yeah and like it's it's sunk in that like even besides that part just like yes serena maybe likes two people at the same time which is, is the worst thing in the world apparently <laughs> yes exactly um lily's finds charles drinking alone happy charles month everyone by the happy way. happy charles uh, she, month yeah <laughs> she, she she thanks him for a lovely evening tells him that she's so proud of him and she had ivan put his things in his room it is just so funny how lily is just like fucking everyone up without even realizing <laughs> it. it's it's really good, um, good I, I really didn't even notice how like essential she is to the plot in this and <laughs> So Chuck asks what she's talking about, and she's like, oh, you know, all your personal belongings, including your passport that they found last week, and not Eva. Eva didn't find it. They did. And so, on the one hand, like you said, it's hard to blame Chuck when he keeps finding out that Eva's been lying about things. But on the other hand, he knows that Eva's a good person, and Blair has been behind everything, so why not just let her have one more explanation here before sending her off? Yeah, it's hard. I mean, she's she's been proving you wrong over and over again, so it's, it's time to disbelieve her. Uh 
this is my also my my physical bit of the episode too. When he <laughs> realizes what's going on, he's like, "Oh shit!" And his run up the stairs is so so funny. So he so sprints good. up he the sprints, stairs. So, he, he's like doing four steps at a time. He looks like he's in more shock and pain than when his father yeah. died. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is why he has that oh. grudge against Ivan, obviously, because uh, when Lily's like, yeah, I gave all of the stuff to Ivan, so he should have given it to you and, and not to Blair, who planted the evidence. <laughs> um, and this is when Gosworth yet again calls Eva an angel, so really hammering that point home. Uh, Eva is packing her things. Chuck pleads with her to stop and apologizes for making a terrible mistake. Uh, and so... Like Blair set set you up. I know better now. And Eva's like, yeah, of course Blair lied to you because Blair is a liar. You chose to believe her because you're still connected to her. And so Eva can feel that they're still connected. So Chuck tells them that uh, they can go away again. And Chuck and Eva are trying to break the record for most times moving in like a month. <laughs> it is. <laughs> just move every time we have a problem. We'll just move again. Different month, different country. Yeah. So Eva knows that New York will always be Chuck's home, and it's time for her to return to hers. And uh, this really shattered the illusion for Eva. Like, Chuck choosing to believe Blair really just made Eva completely snap out of love with him and not want to see him again. She she was willing to forgive so much, including Chuck's entire terrible past where he was uh, sexually assaulting girls. But she can't forgive yeah. him this time. Yeah, it's hard. I think I would rather deal with Blair than the gun violence and no ambulances. <laughs> so yeah. I think that maybe <laughs> stay, <laughs> like, stay there. Blair is that bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. maybe go back. Maybe go back to her uncle in uh, Paris. I think that's probably the best. Of the that's best probably moves. the best. Yeah, it's like a good place. I, I, he seems like a nice guy. He gave Chuck a job. Yeah, he, uh... I think she'll have a job to go back to. Yeah, but I, I, I think maybe she might not be as global as we think because she's been kind of taking this all in throughout the entire episode of like how easily Blair gets under chuck's skin and she knows this is just gonna be the rest of their relationship if she stays here so i i i don't blame her for leaving yeah but did she actually believe that blair wanted to be her friend because that's unforgivable in the gullible department that's what i mean like maybe she never thought that okay you, she was just going along with it she's going along with it and just seeing where dogs. it went yeah she just likes dogs she's an angel <laughs> yeah. and she's an angel chuck Chuck pleads with her not to leave. He tells her that everyone leaves, which which is heartbreaking. Um, and Eva give, gives him the res- reverse of Chuck's catchphrase. She says, "You're Chuck Bass," and uh, that means something different now. Don't forget it, and don't forgive forget me. And she gives him one last goodbye kiss, and she leaves. And uh, that that's all they wrote on Eva. We're never gonna see her again. She's uh, she's going to the oil rig to be with Carl. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's sad. Had to pick up an old oil rig shift, unfortunately. So I didn't hate her. Uh, I think she, she was good for him. I think she, maybe I guess she served her purpose. I mean, that, that's what they would like you to believe, that she was good for him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if she stuck around any longer, they would have to give her more than one personality. Exactly, right, so. yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, true. It's, it's amazing they stretched her out for four episodes, given yeah, that we, we learned she, nothing about her. She, she, like, they'd have to give her herself a, a, a problem, and she hasn't had, she's just been the solution right. for so long. Pro- yeah, she would just solve all the problems just by being nice. Like, yeah. who cares? So... <laughs> Juliet finds Nate drinking alone at the bar. She tells Nate that he's right. She's been lying. Ben is her brother and he's trouble. And he, uh, She tells Nate that he takes time and energy and he's caused a lot of trouble in her relationship. And she wants to tell Nate everything, but she's just not ready yet. But she promises she won't ever let him get between them again. Juliet seems to mean what she's saying, but do you believe her, Brendan? Well, so yeah. Ben, her brother. Part of me believes that this is like, – she's a known liar, obviously. But – the way this this show can be, I I wouldn't be surprised if this is our uh, our first incest plotline. Yeah, keep in mind. Last episode, she was telling him how hot he is. She was like, "Better watch out in prison because you're so fucking hot." That's People what I was are- thinking about. Yeah, 
And uh, also keep in mind the episode before that when she was saying how uh, wouldn't it be wild for Serena to be dating one of her brothers? Like seemingly yes. out of oh, nowhere. Oh, all the seeds. Oh, my God. Yeah, this episode, her supposed, her supposed brother texts her, I need you. Like, just saying. So, yeah, well, that's, that's I guess, what I'm, what I'm wondering is if uh, her saying that it's her brother is part of the lie, too. Right. Um, but, it was uh, weird bringing up the, the Serena dating her brother thing. Like, wouldn't it be weird if she did that? No, that's totally normal that people okay, do that? Good, okay, great. <laughs> okay, great. See you, Nate. Um, <laughs> uh, and Nate tells Juliet, I don't know if you've heard, but the Archibalds also have some skeletons in their closets and mansions full of closets, so I think we can deal with one brother. And so, uh, ju- <laughs> one more thing about the brother, though. We kind of fuck sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a wild cliffhanger but <laughs> Julia thinks it's finally time for Nate to come to her apartment w- wouldn't it be funny if she just let left the Serena murder board up and let it, let him come over anyway yeah so this is what I do in my free time <laughs> <laughs> we keep calling it the murder board but like what, what? we don't know exactly what she's trying to do still right yeah. she's not trying to kill her I'm just jumping to the conclusion okay, that okay. she's trying to kill Serena so I, I'm wondering, like, did I miss something that <laughs> <laughs> there was no. like a big X over her her eyes or something. I don't no. know. <laughs> yeah. I think I would be more suspicious that she was Gossip Girl if I saw like a yeah, big board tracking sure. all of them. <laughs> right. I think that was my first thought too when I saw that board. Like, is this? The... I thought it was like the reveal. I didn't know we got that early, but I guess it's not the case. Yeah. Um. Still up in the air. It could be. I yeah. guess. I. I suppose. Um. And returns to the nursery in his loft. Vanessa's there. She's also packing up. Uh, last episode, all the couples were moving in together. Now, now Blair and Serena are the only couple standing strong. Uh. At this point. And uh, Dan tells Vanessa he doesn't want her to go anywhere, but only because Serena couldn't give him a definitive answer earlier. And yeah, if like, you didn't Vanessa, see you're... Serena touching Nate's hand, I think uh, yeah. Vanessa will be on the streets right now. Yeah, for sure. And he tells Vanessa she was right about everything, which is something I never want to hear a character say. And Dan <laughs> finally admits he was just avoiding Vanessa and avoiding himself, that, and that losing Milo broke his heart. And he's like, and that's such a weird thing for a college guy to be admitting. But why? Why is that weird for a college guy to college admit College guys that? can't that he... like babies. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if Dan believes this, but he definitely knows it's the right thing to get like Vanessa back because she goes right back into his arms and tells Dan, uh, and, and Dan tells her he loves her and he doesn't regret anything about having her move in with him. So they kiss. Uh, boo, boo. Was this the first "I love you" to Vanessa? By the way, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. I'm she so didn't, she didn't say that. In there. <laughs> That's true. Uh, it, which leads me to believe it, it probably isn't the first. Okay. Uh, but maybe it is. I, I don't I remember. Like it, it shocked me when I heard that. I was like, whoa. It, it gave me a feeling. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Serena is, like, posing in bed again. This is the second Very episode good. where Serena is just, like, in a pose in bed, uh, waiting for Blair to show up. And she does. Uh, she's shocked that Dan didn't show up with with her in that dress. Uh, better or worse than the Morgue outfit that you loved, Brendan? Morgue outfit is still top dog. You are still the only one that loved that outfit. I love the Morgue. <laughs> um, Serena tells Blair it's for the best because if she ends up with Dan as a part uh, – or. Hold on. Serena says it's for the best because if she ends up with Dan, a part of her will want Nate. And then if she ends up with Nate, a part of her will want Dan. So it's better that she just ends up with someone else entirely. But, like, if she ended up with someone else, isn't she just going to be wanting both both Nate and Dan? What is it about dating one of those guys that makes her also want the other? I guess because they're best friends and they always hang out together. She can't stop thinking about them because they're they're always (laughs) together or something. I don't don't know. It is flawed logic. I I know this is always my answer, but teen dramas never try it out. Have they considered a throuple? Ooh, they haven't. I don't know. Why. Yeah, I, I feel like it's the obvious answer here, and so uh, I think Dan and Nate would would wouldn't mind that. Yeah, why not? So Serena oh. tells Blair uh, she just needs to find someone who gives her what she gets from both of them, and it's like Serena, you're staring right at her. <laughs> I, I this is like I was saying to Nicole too. 
if this exact series, like not the reboot, if this series was happening like 2020 and beyond, they would absolutely get, to, this is like the season where they would get together. Absolutely. So They're living together. All the pieces are in place. Yeah. Uh, Dorota tells Blair that Chuck is at the door and we get our iconic Blair and Chuck scene of the episode. Blair comes downstairs and Chuck is waiting for her. He tells her he knows about what she did and it's despicable even for her. You hate me so much that you can't stand to see me happy. And Blair says no. So Chuck asks why she did, why she drove the one person who meant the most to him out of town. I mean, Chuck could take some blame here, but I, I guess now is is the time to really put it all on Blair for him. Yeah, because you can always point to the other stuff that he's done to her. Um, but this, this yeah, was, and this he's was the one that kind of jumped to conclusions and just believed it every time that Blair like went to him with with something. Right. I guess for me, the unfortunate thing is like what what Blair did. I think was uncalled for in the way that it ruined his his character as a person. And if you do care about the person, you want them to be the best version of themselves. And she knows that doing this to him is going to make him revert back to his shitty ways, which is what was wrong with him in the first place and why he did those horrible things to her. So she almost made like recreated the bad version of him that she didn't like. Yeah. So I and that's what that's what Chuck's gonna say. But uh, Blair seems surprised that Eva left. But like, what did she think was gonna happen? And right. she tries to tell Chuck she never meant to make Eva leave. But Chuck's like, of course you did, Blair. Like, what the what do you mean? And he just needs to know why. He's like, is it possible you still love me? And Blair answers incorrectly and uh, probably dishonestly, asking Chuck, how can she still love him after all he's done? And the answer to that is because she clearly does. She clearly does still love him. Yeah, at least a little. I think she maybe is unsure at this point. But I think if she really sat with herself and deep she she does i don't know if as much yeah. as you used to but there, there's a part of her that will never let go right um chuck deduces that if she didn't do it because she loves him she did it only to hurt him which I, I guess would be the logical conclusion and he says evan made me into someone i was proud to be you brought me you brought back my worst self this means war blair me versus you no limits I love a declaration of war, but I, I don't love Chuck just being like, so yeah, I'm going to be a shitty person again now, and it's actually all your fault. Really just taking none of the blame for any of his actions moving forward. Right. It, it's annoying. I, I hope that it is just towards her, at least, and the, the rest of the time he's, he's, a, he's back to being a philanthropist to the rest of the world, and he's just going to try and fuck Blair over. As a viewer, I am happy about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Chuck's going to be, like, pushing homeless people in the street and being like, it's Blair's fault. She did this. She did this to me. I'm this way because of her. He's going to be like um, like Spider-Man in uh, Spider-Man 3 when he has, like, the black suit on. And he's always just, like, snapping down the street. Never seen but that evil. One, but Really? It's, it's a really funny yeah. uh, Tobey Toby Maguire scene. Maybe the best Tobey Maguire scene of all time of is all Bad wow, Spider-Man. all of his films. All of his films. Um. <laughs> I can't think of another one, so you're probably right. Exactly. <laughs> great, great Gatsby, I guess. Uh, yeah, he's in the Great Gatsby for sure. And that's it. Not a big, not a big uh, movie adaptation of the Great Gatsby guy. No, it wasn't. Uh, wasn't the best. Any people? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I, I mean, I no, no. I'm gonna say no. I, I don't think so. <laughs> um, so uh, clearly, just another one of like their games here, and it looks like Chuck is going to use this war to just be in Blair's life again now that Eva's gone, which should be fun to see play out. As, as we're saying, as viewers, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brendan, who do you think is going to win the war? Um, I don't know. I think there'll be there'll be no winners, and um, it'll it'll end badly, and then uh, they'll rise from the ashes and be in love. Good prediction. Good prediction. Um, Nate and Juliet are as happy as ever. They go to. Juliet's, I'm saying this with air quotes, you can't see me, but they go to Juliet's apartment, but the doorman stops her. She tells Nate to go to the elevator and wait for her, and Nate just listens like the obedient puppy that he is. <laughs> and uh, the doorman tells Juliet that the owners will be back tomorrow. 
She slips him some money, so this clearly is not Juliet's apartment. Slips him a one dollar bill. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's our weekly little snippet of a Juliet cliffhanger. Yes. Is, it, is this going to happen for the entire season? Yeah, pretty much. So, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Uh, Nate doesn't ask what that was about when they go to the elevator and start making out, but uh, I guess he's not. Uh, he's it, like, what did the doorman want? And nope. Another thing Nicole pointed out: he she comes back to the elevator with no package. And Nate doesn't say anything about it. <laughs> That's true, yes. Thank God uh, Fiance of the Pod was paying yeah. attention because oh, we, yeah. we've like a, a separate set of eyes here to catch <laughs> these things. It's very helpful. Um, Chuck returns home, and our new favorite character, Ivan, tells him that he ran into Eva, heard she was leaving. Uh, he apologizes and says that she will be missed. Such a kind heart from Ivan. But uh, unfortunately, Chuck fires Ivan, which, again, I, I missed the reason because it, it literally just moves so swiftly with all with everything yeah. that, that happens here. Um, I was like, oh, so Chuck's just an asshole again, so he's just going to start firing people willy-nilly? Like, yeah. Uh, I, I was so mad at first. Which, it's like Scully said, I, it's partially that. Yes, for sure. Um, poor Ivan. I still feel bad for him. I, I liked him in his one episode. Yeah, he's good. Or suffering Riddle. Mets fan. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say, Brendan? Tom Riddle. Oh, oh, Tom Riddle. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're almost done. Serena's still in bed. <laughs> Blair comes back upstairs crying. She gets into bed with Serena, and Serena throws her arms around Blair and comforts her. Aw. Aw. That's our episode. Wow. What an episode. What are your predictions, Brendan? What happens next? Um, I I think maybe we're going to have a thruple with Juliet, uh, Ben, and Nate. I think maybe, maybe that'll happen. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think that's going to be the, the real thruple that we're, we're going to get. get Wait. Set. Am I dating Ben or are you dating Ben? <laughs> ben texted me, I thought. <laughs> uh, otherwise... Um, I don't know. It's, it's gonna be more. It's gonna just gonna be constant trouble in paradise with Dan and Vanessa, and it's gonna be annoying. I, I can't wait. I was I was hoping the one thing I, I did hope to get out of this episode was like for that to just be put to to a stop. Uh, no, no, no matter how annoying it would have been for just to see Dan like cheat on Vanessa, I would have been like, you know what? I'll I'll sacrifice uh, like Dan being a shithead for for Vanessa getting out of his life. But no, that's not what happened. No, unfortunately, yeah. we're hanging on to it. Yeah. And we still have Dan being a shithead. So. Right, yeah, we, yeah, we just yes. get the bad part of it. <laughs> um, let's get to our segments here. We'll start with user review of the week. Uh, another, not a new reviewer, but a, a, an, a, an old reviewer coming back. In addition to Comedy Fan, of course, who is always uh, keeping in line with making their review every episode. But uh, Taylor Kingston is back to wow. review this episode. Gave it an 8 out of 10 and titled it The One Where Blair Tries to Ruin Chuck's Happiness. I really like this episode. It's so awesome to see Chuck and Blair interacting again, even if she is trying to sabotage his life and ruin his happiness. But I think she's doing it out of love, which makes it okay? Dot, 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 question mark? In this episode, Nate suspects that Juliet is keeping a big secret from him, and he decides that the best thing to do is to confront her about it. Yeah, that'll go well. Meanwhile, Blair schemes, like she always does, to find out everything about Chuck's new woman, Ava, because she believes that Ava is really a gold-digging whore or something like that. She doesn't necessarily want to ruin Chuck's happiness or sabotage his life, but that's the price you have to pay for meddling in other people's lives. Overall, I give this episode an 8 out of 10, which in my ratings book is awesome. All right, thank you, Taylor. Thank you, Taylor. There you go. Very awesome. Next week, the episode is called Goodbye, Columbia. Uh, based on the episode title, do you have any predictions? Um, I guess one of them leave. I guess somebody gets maybe kicked out or something. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of what happens with this as well. Interesting. Uh, the little blurb says, A Gossip Girl Blast starts a damaging rumor about Serena. 
Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> let's do our episode grades. Uh, I went first last week, so, Brendan, you can go first this week. What grade are you giving this episode? Um, I, I kind of agree with our user of the week. Uh, it, it's a good one. I, I You know what I think I, I realized about this show in general is that I the episodes I don't like are usually because Serena or Rufus are ruining them. So when the two of them aren't ruining an episode, <laughs> you can always expect Vanessa just to be Vanessa, so I can't blame her for anything yeah. at this point. But when the two of them are either sidelined a little bit, especially Rufus, or if they're just like not being themselves, it's usually pretty good. Like Serena's not sticking her dick in anyone's business. Neither is Rufus. And, and, that, and it makes for like for good drama. I, I like all the twists and turns of like, even the, the annoying Dan stuff is at least interesting. Uh, like who's he going to end up with? Um, Vanessa's annoying him and pushing him away. I like that stuff. And then him going back to her is still stupid, but I, I don't mind it because it's kind of what you expect of him. He just, he just, even when Dan's bad, I, I still enjoy watching him because he's an entertaining actor. Um, we're still missing like Jenny and Eric and that stuff. Uh, Lily is, is always fantastic to see on the screen. I'm happy that we're starting to get closer to now Chuck turning around and being old Chuck again. Uh, I, I think it was it was a good way to, to bring him back. And uh, even though Blair was maybe one of the worst characters morally in this episode still her same entertaining self so i, I loved it it's mm-hmm. a it's another a minus back-to-back a minus for me okay an a minus from brendan uh scally what grade are you going to give the episode Ooh, i like this episode i think that uh the eva stretch is not like the eva stretch is not like my absolute favorite but mm. uh, i think this one has like very memorable moments i think that we get up to uh, a lot of scheming and sconing so uh, oh, yeah. i do enjoy this one um but not it's not like a top tier episode at the same time for me i think that some of the plot lines are like uh, just like a little uh, like on hold and uh not the most enjoyable so i'm going with a solid b Okay. okay, yeah, we're we're all going to be uh, ballpark buds with this one. I think the episode was just about as strong as last episode. We, we get some solid Blair shenanigans. We get a rare Blair, Serena, and Dan mess around. Uh, we get rid of Eva in this episode, which feels inevitable. There, there was never really a point to her. She, she has no real personality. We don't know if she's a human or an angel or an alien, as we were talking about last week. Uh, she really just served as a symbol of Chuck's goodness, and now she's gone, so Chuck can be an asshole again. So I'm fine with Eva leaving. Uh, I, I always find the Juliet stuff interesting, even though she's is more of a backseat in this episode. Uh, Chuck's declaration of war, good setup for next week. And uh, I think it's probably just the Dan and Vanessa stuff that keeps this episode out of the A range for me. So I'm I'm teetering between a B and a B plus. But uh, since Brenda gave it A minus, Scally gave it a B, I'll split the difference and I'll give it a B plus. Nice. Nice. Right. buddies. Yeah, I, I think what Scally said too is like it holds true for me. I, I think that Eva, the Eva stuff is fine. But I, I think what makes her era pretty good is that there's been so many other eras of like guest stints that the guest has been so bad so having like juliet and yeah, Eva yeah. being like just medium to like maybe like slightly plus players makes makes them uh makes it makes it a good stretch yep 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 i agree um mvps brendan who's your mvp of the episode <sighs> my MVP, this is tough it is it is tough um, I don't know. It, it's it, I, part of me wants to give this to Serena because she's not bad. 
which is maybe stupid, but wow, we're really grading Serena on a curve I know. these days. And like thinking about everybody else, everybody else is annoying. Besides, Rufus just doesn't do enough to like to get an MVP. Lily, I, I can't give it to her again because I feel like I gave it her like an ep- one ep- one of her last episode just because I love her so much, and I can't do that every week. <laughs> so uh, she she has a very similar episode to last episode. Um, so I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna give it to her. I'm gonna give it to her daughter. She she is entertaining when when she's just even though she's trying to like steal dan from vanessa uh i always appreciate someone shooting their shot and she didn't really cross any lines and she's rocking on another uh great outfit the hair was terrible i'll dock her a point for that but (laughs) i think she's just a little bit better than everybody else this episode and that's why she wins yeah, definitely tough to find someone to give an MVP. So yeah. I-, I can't begrudge you too much for giving Serena one. Uh, Scally, who's your MVP of the episode? Oh, it's tough. I always go back and forth. Am I going by most entertaining? Am I going right. by like uh, who I liked as a person the most in the episode? Like waiting those two. And ultimately, I'm just thinking about watching an edit of this episode that did not feature my ultimate MVP. And I think it's a much worse episode. Uh, so while they are morally bankrupt throughout this episode, I'm going to give Blair the MVP. All here. right. Nice. I nice, like it. Nice. Um, yes. So... I definitely see why you gave it to Blair. Um, for me, first watch through, I was set to give it to my guy Ivan before realizing what a mistake he made <laughs> handing that passport to Blair. So I got a, he had to pull an audible during the rewatch. I, I was also thinking Blair. Um, even though she ends the episode like devastated over Chuck and, yeah. as you said, was morally bankrupt. Uh, but, yeah, she like never gave up. She just kept trying to sabotage Eva, and eventually, through sheer will and persistence, she was able to do it. Um, but... In talking through this episode, I, I I also much like you, uh, not wanting to favor Lily every week. I just gave Blair an MVP last week, so I uh, to shy away from that. And since Scally did already give, uh, is picking up my slack by giving Blair an MVP. Brendan, I'll pick up your slack and give Lily the MVP. Oh uh, yeah, because I, throughout this podcast, realized what an essential part she was to the plot of this episode. Just like nonchalantly causing havoc without even realizing it, which is sometimes Lily's specialty. Uh, you know, she she gives chuck the ammo he needs to know that blair is like played him with the passport stuff and like without lily we're probably still in the eva era it's true you know and she also underrated greeter at the door and she walks into to greet dan gives him an immediate kiss on the cheek so cute what a yeah what a great mother (laughs) to her to people that aren't her kids as we always say yeah for sure. So uh, I am giving Lily the MVP here. Uh, Brendan, who's your LVP? Oh, sorry. Who's your dump, dump, Humphrey Dumpty? Who's your, <laughs> Wait, your Dumpty? Yeah, who's Dumpty. Your, who's your Dumpty, Dumpty of the of day? Today? <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, you, you have to give it to Vanessa just because this is the the new name of the segment is the is for Dumpty. her. She's the inaugural Dumpty. <laughs> but uh, she she I mean, she maybe didn't fully lose the episode because she's somehow convinced Dan to stay with her. Um, but she, she does exactly what we don't like about her. She's she's pushing him away. She's pushing me away. I she almost won me over with the wild hogs joke, but <laughs> she's just um, she's the worst part of the episode. That's what you fair enough. Yeah, uh, Scally, who's your Dumpty? Look, I debated Vanessa as I do every time I'm on. I debated Serena just for that braid she wore. <laughs> um, <laughs> but ultimately, I think I'm going to be giving it to Dan. Now, yeah, partially for laughing at Wild Hogs. Um, mm. <laughs> and also, though, because... Uh, 
you know, we talked about moral bankruptcy, and I feel like Dan really betrayed who he was as a character by getting on this scheme, uh, by also, um, you know, judging Eva so hard for her sex work. So I feel like Dan, very inconsistent, lying to Vanessa, lying to Serena, holding them to standards that he's not in here adhering to himself. And I'm giving Dan mm. an LVP. Wow. I, I think I was, I was going to be right there with you was, uh, before Gagan reminded me of, about the dumb deal of the day. That was, I had to, had to switch it up. So, my dump D is, uh, even though I'm not giving Ivan his MVP, I'm still going to st stick up for him a little bit by giving Chuck an LVP. Uh, he loses Eva. He finally falls for one of Blair's traps. Um, you know, he, he does show no remorse for Ivan, even though this is a fireable offense. Uh, could have had some more tact in letting him go. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to give it to Chuck uh, this week. All He's right. going to get my LVP. Um, with that being said, Let's get to everyone's favorite segment, Lonely Boys Theater. You are now listening to Lonely Boys Theater. And we are going to do the Dorota Blair Serena scene at the beginning of the episode where they are uh, on Gossip Girl, uh, keeping track of what Chuck and Eva are up to. So I'm going to pull up my script. I, I have it in front of me. And uh, who uh, who is who? I'm fine with any role, so... All right, let me see. Brandon. Um, oh, Dorota, I mean, Blair, and Serena. We usually do do the, the Blair Serena if you want to do the Blair Serena and have uh, Scally Dorota. Yes. I feel Scally like last time I did Dorota, I was doing an offensive accent, so I'll skip that. <laughs> Scally, <laughs> Scally said, uh, already said he doesn't mind a small part, so uh, we will give. Uh, I, if you don't mind, you can take Dorota, Scally. This was just my ploy to get to play my favorite character. <laughs> there you go. And also to keep Dorota out of Brendan's hands. <laughs> So. <laughs> uh, you uh you have the first line so whenever you're ready dorota all right sorry miss blair no papers today i think 8h steal them again dorota we both know it was you not susan lucci who took my papers but there's no point it's all over the internet what is serena from the adjoining room <laughs> what, are you, what are you reading chuck gave eva a limited edition Ooh, how do we pronounce that? Ban Banoir Cartier watch. Oh. Uh, Gossip Girl even has a whole thread where people can guess how much it costs. How can she even see through all that sparkly? I go get more coffee. Yeah, you fucking better, Dorota. <laughs> how can I stomach oh going to the... <laughs> Listen, I don't give a shit about the sparkles on the watch. <laughs> how can I stomach going to his charity auction later? Watching everyone ooh and ooh la la over that French floozy and that watch. Some are speculating it costs more than anything he ever gave me. B, I know it's hard to see Chuck with someone else, but you have to stop doing this to yourself. According to the IMD trivia for this very episode, they start at twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> so I'm meta, just worried Blair. about him. We, we, yeah, sorry, I love getting meta. <laughs> I'm just worried about him. We've seen this before. Strangers weaseling their way into our hearts. Clearly, Eva has an agenda. I'm guessing it's his money. You know, Eva actually seems nice, and even if she has a bush, she isn't. <laughs> it's it's not your business anymore. She's European. <laughs> I still don't understand what you mean by that, but uh, <laughs> um, okay, hold on. My, my script uh, decided to go away, so uh, <laughs> oh my god, so we're gonna end on the bush. Uh, you know, I hate ending on the bush, but I. <laughs> oh, and it's your business to be monitoring Nate and Juliet, and even worse, Humphrey and Dumpty. <laughs> Fine, we're both having trouble moving on. It, it was it was just so easy in Paris. You were just so easy in Paris, and I would know, Wink. <laughs> enough. I, I've had enough of your caviar, but now. <laughs> now you're here, and those boys are taken. For now. 
Yes, you're right. Maybe Ned, Dan, and Nate will see the error of their ways and break up with those girls. Or they'll marry them and you'll die hitting refresh. Okay, fine. You know what? I will stay away from Nate and Dan, but you have to stay away from Chuck and Eva. No plotting, no meddling, no Blair Waldorfing. I'm not going to. I wasn't. I was going shopping. Anyway. Okay, then I'm just going to stay home and unpack all day. How long does it fucking take to unpack? Uh, no gala. <laughs> and tonight we'll we'll watch Amelia. Amelia? Amelia? I don't know. And try I've to recreate. Our, I've heard it all three ways. <laughs> and try to recreate our favorite cocktails from Lettres Particulaire. Deal. Deal. Wow. wow. What? What? What a scene! Ooh. What a scene! <laughs> Everyone loves it. They're going wild. Um, that, that's it. That's all we have, except of course for some plugs. But first, Scally, thank you for filling in yet yes. again. A, a great, a great addition to the Four Timers Club. Your what do we give the? Your sword is in the mail. Is that what we're I think samurai sword. Yeah, your samurai sword is in the mail. Um, forget, forget why we're giving. Them I don't even I have no idea why. <laughs> uh, Scally, is there anything you'd like to plug at this hour? Uh, what should I plug? Well, anything I'm doing is on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally. Uh, there you'll see I am regularly talking about the Challenge World Championships uh, over on the Dom and Colin podcast feed, usually with Matt Ligori, but uh, figuring out if that's exactly happening this week. Um, and then otherwise, I was just a guest on the 90 Day Fiance wrap up mm. over on the RHP wrap ups uh, with Puya. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, have been enjoying this season and then uh as i said anything i'm doing will be on twitter at brian underscore scally very good all right brendan what are you plugging well you know we have a sister show over on patreon.com slash the hoppy boys pod called the sandy boys where we cover every episode of the oc for just three dollars a month you can get all of our episodes over there uh i guess at this point we all have we'll just have talks to we we will have talked to uh, Slifer, Slifer. Slifer and Maddie, former guests of Lonely Boys. I mean, all, all the guests for that show will have pretty much come from here. Uh, so if you like this show and you like the OC, you will absolutely adore Sandy Boys. It's it's the looser version of this show. You know, I, I'll even go as far as saying it's the shit we really care about. We don't give a fuck about this shitty feed. We care about the we, paid content, Jesus. baby. This show sucks. We. <laughs> We, Listen, we really let our hair down in the Sandy Boys, and we uh, we, we we spread the gossip. Find out, find out uh, which which Lindenhurst people were, were who they what other Lindenhurst people they were having sex with on pool tables and stuff. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we, we do get really dirty over there. Uh, so <laughs> so go, go check out that show again. It's at Patreon.com/slash/TheHoppyBoysPod. Hey, Sandy Boys, yes. Hey, Brandon, since it's our sister show, maybe we should call it the Haley Boys, huh? Because <laughs> Kirsten's sister, Haley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's good <laughs> you know yeah, all right it's actually it's we're gonna change that officially Haley boys <laughs> it was such a good joke people uh, might think that we're starting a Haley joel osmond podcast though that's the problem well were you talking especially about since we talked about the sixth sense yeah since we talked about the sixth sense so much in the last episode uh yeah so we're doing all that that's now canon official uh <laughs> also, as we mentioned earlier in this very episode, it is still Charles Month over on the Hoppy Boys feed. So go check out First Charles. Uh, we're, we're talking about Belgian triples. And uh, Second Charles, we'll be talking about uh, Delirium. If you ever uh, get yourself a Delirium, it's that big giant blue bottle with the elephant on it. You've probably all seen it in the bottle shop somewhere. But uh, First Charles, you guys don't know, but Charles Kurz 
will be on uh, the second Charles Month episode of uh, The Happy Boys. So go check that out. It's a lot of fun. Hey, Brendan, um, your other, the other podcast we have in the Patreon, you, you and Brian, the, the Average Joels. I'm surprised people also don't think that's a Haley Joel Osment podcast. Oh, <laughs> Were you just <laughs> trying to work more... Uh... More pop- how can we how can we get a an osmond themed podcast is 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 the new segment going to be you making like puns about our patreon i hate puns too <laughs> you like to em. start I a podcast like the the wonderful world of osmond where we <laughs> where we break down every episode of hannah montana from i think the, you need to eat from, something from the view of emily <laughs> needs to eat. go eat <laughs> Oh my God! All right, before I eat, I have to plug, which is of course my mantra. Um, <laughs> how how was you? Have I mean, you that could, that could any be on a T-shirt, actually. I like that. <laughs> before I eat, I have to plug. Brendan, <laughs> where are you in your? Uh, I'm gonna make that. Where, where are you in your uh, Saved by the Bell reboot watch? Because uh, I mean, we, famously, I, you have started watching. I, you, you're busier than me, but. You know, I, this is my, my third third pod in three days. I, I haven't had time to do That's anything. That's true. You've had no. I've, I've released had, three episodes. I've recorded three episodes. It's been a, it's been a busy three days. And speaking of busy, I have not had time to watch anything since the last time we we've done plugs. I haven't watched no. anything. I've not recorded anything. I haven't uh, uh, watched listened to any. I mean, haven't eaten anything. <laughs> Haven't eaten anything. Haven't slept. I, so uh, <laughs> I've I've got nothing. It's just it's just running work work podcasting, and that that's my whole day. So uh, you can just follow me on Twitter at MattyFresh24. You can follow Brendan at Ruppy Puppy. You can follow his other podcast, The Hoppy Boys, at The Hoppy Boys Pod. And you can come back next week where we'll be breaking down season four, episode five, with uh, another substitute guest because our Lindenhurst pals are the flickiest of flicks. Uh. Um, but until then. You know you love us. XOXO. Lonely boys. boys.